Alright. Now the shit wants to work. So now we're recording. I was going to say that on Facebook, I always get these notifications that um, either you or who's posted. And I'm like, I don't like them that much that I need Facebook to tell me they posted something. I will find the shit out when I scroll through my damn timeline. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... I like when I see that you post something because I I think it's just posting our people it's letting us know like the people we interact with the most that they're posting something. I think that's what it is. I don't want Facebook telling me shit. Stay out of my business, Facebook. The look, the internet <laughs> is listening to us because I could say I wanted this car or want these pair of shoes, and then lo and behold, look down at my Facebook as for everything that I just spoke about. Listen, every damn thing <laughs> I mentioned I want to buy, I got an Amazon fucking ad for that shit. <laughs> all right, all right, let's, all right. Let's get off the bullshit real quick. We'll, we'll talk about that later and how they dry snitched on us. Hey, welcome <laughs> to another episode of Bars Rhythm and Beats. Um, it's your boy Dubsy, um, hanging out down in hot ass Florida. I love it. And uh, you know who you know you know who my homegirl is. It's yourself. Hey, it's Rocky Shell B. How y'all doing today? We're supposed to have a guest. If he shows up, he does. If he doesn't, I'm going to clown him on the next episode. So I'm just putting that out there right now because yeah, he's gonna I'm get still, clowned. Yeah, because I'm still mad he tried to kill me a couple of years ago. But we'll, we'll we'll save that for another time. Um, well, shit, man, what you been up to, Rocky? So just chilling in the cut, you know, minding my business. <laughs> been working, <laughs> been working from home, still ready to go back and interact with adults. Been dealing with children. Um. Listening to new music, um, trying to stay off social media because it's not good for me mentally right now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it sometimes keeps me afloat to interact with people that I love. So, which is what we were just talking about yeah. about how Facebook keeps telling me that you know you and Hoops are posting stuff, and then my wife, and I'm like, listen, Facebook, mm-hmm. I don't need you to tell me when I post something. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to her. I haven't gotten rid of her in the last 15 years. I don't need you to tell me she said something on Facebook. I'm sure I already heard it already. Um, nah, man, I'm over here chilling. It's, it's I've been I've been doing a little bit of traveling. I've been getting outside. I know a lot of people are still on quarantine and house arrest, but um, Florida they don't really care. So, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, matter of fact, what's crazy is I get to what I you know why I was traveling, but. Um, no, I just got an email from from work, and they're like, uh, yeah, we had to shut down the gym because someone with COVID-19 that came in there, and we had to, you have to you know, sanitize everything. And I'm like, see, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem right there. Florida opened up way too early, and then now they're like, yo, we got all these new cases, people showing up places. They had to shut down the gym. They shut down the clinic on, on base. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm glad I'm not there. I'm glad I haven't had to go to work in the last three months. Because they weren't ready. We were not ready. And I don't think it's going to get any better. And, you know, people keep saying, well, it's not that de- it's not deadly. You know, it's only like a it's only like, you know, you have a 90 percent success rate of living. OK, but I know people who had it and having kidney failure, lung failure, like we don't know the long term effects. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know the long term effects of it, even if you do live. So. Like I said, like I've been saying, man, wash your hands, stay away from people, wear your mask. I actually started wearing a mask finally because y'all people scare me. <laughs> Just, but yeah, man, uh, I've been I've been doing a little bit of traveling. It, it was good to actually 
get away from home. We went to go visit the in-laws because uh, they lived in Florida too a couple weeks ago. Hung out with them for a couple of days. Um, and then we went back there this weekend because my brother-in-law is in town from California with his wife and his um, his stepdaughter. So we went over there and we, we kicked it with them for a couple of days. And then me and the wife went to go visit one of my coworkers who was in a really bad uh, motorcycle accident about Ooh. a month and a half ago. Um, when I got the phone call, because you know, I supervised him. Um, I literally just took over and, uh, they were like, you know, it, it wasn't looking good. Um, like they was on the, leaning on the idea that, ver- uh, you know, death was imminent, but I can tell you, I was standing at the hospital in Florida cause he had his accident in California. They, they, they brought him back here cause he was healthy enough. He was doing his physical therapy. He was moving his hands and, um, you know, making hand gestures. He was reading the signs. We put him up to the window because we can't go inside the facility because of COVID-19. But, man, he's doing a lot better than what we expected, and we're hoping for um, – I mean, we, we always hope for a full recovery, but, man, if he can get back to at least a normal life, then I'm, I'm happy for him. And his mom is awesome. She's super positive. And, I'm, you know, so we just went over there to let her know, like, yo, man, it's uh, we're here to support you. He's still our guy. We don't care um, that he's technically not part of the, the team right now, but we're still going to support him and her. Um, but it was good. It was good to go over there and see him and just see his progress and, uh, just be supportive. Cause as a parent, I know how I, I can't imagine, uh, what she's going through. So, you know, just wanted to be there for him. And of course I took advantage of the fact that I was in Tampa. So me and wife got to hang out, went out to dinner, got some Cuban food. Mm, um, yeah. And we did breakfast cause we, we foodies, we like food. That's why I'm getting fat in quarantine. Cause that's all I've been doing is eating. <laughs> I can only wear my gym pants. Did I try to put on a pair of jeans? Oh my god! Look at him. <laughs> I need to go back to the gym. Listen, I missed the gym. I actually was about to go back to the gym today. Sent the email out about some somebody had COVID. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna do. These, I'm gonna do these push-ups. And shut the fuck up. Yeah, they just, um, they just opened our gym back up, but I'm like, I'm not going no time soon. They took the payment off my bank. I'm like, I'm gonna give the first wave their time because I'm not going yet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to put my health at risk. I don't want to put my family at risk. So, if I got to do these in-home workouts, it's cool. I got the Peloton bike. Love that thing. Um, so I'm, I'm staying somewhat in shape, but I definitely gain weight. This being sedentary and sitting in the house all day is kind of, it's kind of rough, but it's alright. And what else? You were talking about traveling. So I made plans to go visit my mom. Mm-hmm. But I was supposed to leave this Friday coming, but. I told her today, I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable yet traveling as long as, as far as I got to travel with the kids, because I normally yeah. just do a road trip and I don't have no issues. I've been traveling back and forth to Georgia, what, going on 12 years now since I've been out here in Colorado and it's always the same route and everything, but to have to worry about being messed with on my, while I'm traveling, I just... I want to take a pause on that. I have like a gut feeling that something crazy might happen, so I'm just gonna wait, wait. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, I was traveling, but I was still in the state of Florida. Like yeah. I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't making a whole bunch of stops. You know what I mean? So it was just I was going from my crib to my in laws' crib and back, and then we, like I said, we went to the hospital. We we stayed in an Airbnb, um, but we still was, you know, hand sanitizer on deck, got the mask, got the we got gloves and all that stuff. So, um, but I mean, it's still important just to 
for me, like I just needed to get my family out the house for a little bit. You know, I, I just know how it's stressful for everyone. Um, but 2020 has been a rough year. And then, you know, the, 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 the kicks and punches from 2020 keeps on coming. Yep. Now I have for, for me, I'm going to say for me, um, I haven't taken too many bad direct hits. I've said this before that, Oh, is Jeff actually on? Oh, the homies in the what? Oh, hey, what up? What up? <laughs> this man has showed up a half hour late. <laughs> he was CPT time. He didn't care duty for yesterday. He's still a black people time. <laughs> and I'm still um, recovering from those drinks from celebrating yesterday. <laughs> it took a minute. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yesterday was lit. Now I was out here grilling and drinking. It was a good time. That's what's up. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we have a special guest today. Um, first time of us having a guest on the podcast. We already started recording, like we said earlier. If he didn't show up, we was going to clown him. But um, he's here. <laughs> yeah, you, you was about to get it, Jeff. You was about to get it. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead, hey Jeff. Just go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Uh, who you are and how you know us, so and all that good stuff. All right, my name is Jeff. I'm from Alabama. You know, down south, boy. I know those two because they gave me so much shit at work. Wait, are <laughs> <laughs> we recording right now? You cuss all you want. Don't give a shit. I, I, I know you guys got like kids listening. You know. I ain't trying to get you guys all in by the FAA, you know. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, this this is an adult podcast. You say whatever you want. But yeah, I know them from just giving me a hard time at work, but these my guys right here, so I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. So we were You're talking right. we were just talking about traveling. How do you feel about traveling right now, Jeff? Oh, I'm good. I ain't worried about nothing. Except, uh, you know, when you do travel, you got to go through three levels of law enforcement to get to where you need to go. You know, you exactly. Got to go through state, county, and city. So, you know, that shit's always scary. Yeah, but your, your state's still on, like, a whole lockdown right now. Oh, Cali? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't nobody like paying attention to that, though. <laughs> you see, this is gonna keep my black ass in the house. I ain't messing with y'all. Man, I, I ain't trying to get sick. Shit. I've been thinking the streets gonna be empty. Everybody be outside. Hey, that's the truth. I guess I was telling. I was talking about um, me driving around Florida and traveling and going to see my uh, my in laws, my family, and um, some friends and stuff. And yeah, Florida's popping. Like restaurants is back open. The beaches be popping. Like, like they ain't even worried. They ain't worried about nothing. I think they enforce here. Like, uh, I think they just enforce like a mandatory, mandatory uh, face mask thing again. That people were getting out of hand. So, but they'll be all right. You know, they'll be all right. Awesome. I hope so. But I was just saying, uh, it's kind of been a rough year for a lot of people. Um, 
for me personally, I mean, we I've had some personal shit to happen, and uh, we've lost some family friends and stuff like that. So that's rough. But I just got an email yesterday. They canceled our Disney cruise, so anything that's supposed to be leaving out before September fifteenth is canceled. You're done. You're not going to work. We were leaving the first week of September, so now I'm like, now we got to rebook it, and everything's booked out till September of next year. Like, there's no space, no places to stay, none of that on any on any of the boats. So it's like, all right, cool. I got this credit of 125, percent but I can't book nothing because everybody's already rebooking their uh. Or they already had a cruise book. So this would have been our first cruise. And now it's being postponed probably a year and a half from when we intended to go. So 2020 has been fun. 2020. For lack of a better word. 2020, 2020 has been like, uh, you, the fuck you thought. That's what it's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> If the fuck you thought was a year, <laughs> it's 2020. Damn, that's a long, that's a long ass book out. Shit. Fan, like we actually booked this shit last June. So June of last year, we booked it for September of this year. Obviously, we didn't know there was going to be a whole fucking pandemic. And I mean, I don't think anyone predicted half the shit that was going to happen in 2020. But <laughs> we got a whole we got a whole black revolution going on. If you'd have told me this shit last year, I'd be like, yeah, all right, fam. I'm like this year that's crazy. <laughs> you hear me? Been very, very interesting. That's all I gotta say. Oh, I've been hey. I've been all for the revolution. Only let's just do it. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, listen, the only thing that's keeping me from going to protest is my fucking social anxiety. <laughs> like I said, I ain't going because I'll get locked up. I'm a radical. I ain't got it all. I know damn well your ass should not be outside. You'd be the first one. I'll be front to a kill the lock up. I don't need to be outside. No. Man, they be, they be trying to do protests. It don't be black people doing protests here. It be everybody else. They'd be out there doing stupid shit like burnouts in the streets and busting out windows at Red Robin. I'm like, come on, man. They got some good burgers. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> yeah, y'all, yeah, hold up. Y'all got to leave Red Robin alone, man. I fucks with Red Robin. They ain't said nothing racist to me. <laughs> uh, no, no, I can't get a good burger from there. I'm like, look at this shit. No, it's funny. So uh, we went to go visit my, uh, my, <laughs> my father-in-law and his wife. They live in a small town in like central Florida. And they were like, oh, there's going to be a protest tomorrow morning. <laughs> so Carolyn went to the grocery store to get food to cook dinner. And she took a picture. It was like 14 white people like <laughs> protested in front of the little city hall. <laughs> in a little rural town in middle of nowhere, Florida. I know. I appreciate it, but that shit was hilarious to me. It's like, it like 14 white people. Don't, probably don't know any black people ever. <laughs> but... It's it's funny, but it's it's awesome to see that you know we had that support that um, you know people who in the middle of nowhere, Florida, is still uh, showing love, showing support like they are around the world across the country. But it was still funny. Like no, oh god, I gotta tell y'all what I was on last night. So I went to the Juneteenth party. It's my first time being around a whole bunch of people in a long time since this pandemic happened. All black folks. The person who hosted the party invited his homeboy, who was white, 
when he walked in, we were confused. <laughs> <laughs> we all looked up. I was like, well, if he invited, he must be good. You know, he must be good for the cookout. Cool. Bet. But when I tell you we was on some niggerish shit, we was on some shit last night. <laughs> so I was like, he was playing his music, his playlist or whatever, and I was like, okay, cool. I, I still don't hear our anthem yet. You done played all of these black records from the South and stuff, but I still haven't heard our anthem. He was like, what's our anthem? I'm like, Brother C. Murder, have you not? Forgot, like, have you forgot <laughs> when he blasted that and we start bouncing around? That boy said, Down, he looked at us. I'm like, Yeah, get ready, you about to see some shit now. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is why this is why I could not spend Juneteenth with a bunch of people from the south because y'all be playing some wild shit. Y'all talking about, Oh, it's Juneteenth, they start playing Nuck if you buck. Look, we play everything, <laughs> we play everything. We Shit, even had some a... gospel music too. We was in there. You hear me? They be in there throwing bows to, to Revolution by Kirk Franklin. They, they got time for y'all motherfuckers. We right was now. in there. <laughs> Shit. Man, some of the people got messed up over those songs. Yeah. At, at this age, I hear that stuff. It's time for me to go. Party's over for me. I gotta get to the house. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, you ain't, you ain't said nothing but a word. <laughs> yeah, old, before was it from like 01 to, to not really slow down, from like 01 to 09, I was probably really outside partying, and I was out there for Lil John, Lil Scrappy, Trill, all that. Listen. Tear the club too, up, let me tell you something. You don't want no I am, problem? I am too old for 3-6 Mafia in the club. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Damn, we have a whole, we have a roster of songs that will set the set the set it off. <laughs> oh man, yeah, when those songs come on down, man, it's time to go. It's time to go. I don't know if my insurance gonna cover this. I gotta get out. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I got. Listen, I can't mess with y'all young kids out here, man. Like they. They, they that shit come on and I'm I'm like all right look man my my bones is old I didn't I did all the fights the head busser and all that shit back in in 05 I'm good I'm good I'm gonna let y'all have it <laughs> no but but for, you, but for real though it was a it was a cool get together and like everybody was like everyone was accepting like it was just cool I'm like you here to see what how we really get down ain't no party like a black person party we don't fucking stop. <laughs> No, sir. We don't stop. But it was a good time last night. I, you know, I, I didn't I'm, get too crazy last night. Well, good. But uh, I, I'm just happy to see that. Um, like, I've known about Juneteenth for years. Have I ever celebrated it? No. But I don't celebrate much of anything other than, like, my birthday, barely. Uh, but to see so many people learn about it and so many people embrace it, that that's beautiful. That's a wonderful thing because when I learned about it, probably about 15 years ago people was looking at me like the hell is juneteenth you know what i mean so now that people are doing whole celebrations white people being uh educated on it freaking you know asians latinos a lot of people didn't know about this and that the fact that there's parties going on celebrating it and there's people of other races showing up to these parties that's fucking wonderful i love this shit i love this shit so uh, about a few years ago, I had a white coworker ask me, did I celebrate 4th of July? 
Yes, I celebrated Fourth of July. My friends threw a, a, a like a cookout. You know what I'm saying? So I was out with my friends. We just used to popping firecrackers and having a cookout. He was like, "Oh, I didn't think you celebrated that. I thought you celebrated the other one." I was like, "You talking about Juneteenth? Both of them mean something to me." Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm like, yeah. if you don't sit your butt down somewhere, I'm gonna set it off in the office. I had to calm my ass down. <laughs> You know what? I've seen a lot of black people going, "Oh, well, we're not celebrating Fourth of July no more," which is cool, which is cool. But um, <clears throat> in Philly, Fourth of July has always been a big deal. Maybe not necessarily to the black community, but just the city itself, because you know the Declaration of Independence was signed there. So it's kind of like it's a big deal for the city. And me being Philadelphian, I always felt like, "Well, yeah, we're going to celebrate because that's what we do on the Fourth of July. We have a cookout." We can play music, have a good time, like we do every other holiday, because that's what black folk do. Yeah, that's we all we do. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. You give us a day off, we can throw a cookout. That's the way. That's how we get down. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I just as I got older, I just didn't feel the need to celebrate really anything. But that's just me being my freaking jaded self. But no, I think it's just great that uh, that people are recognizing it and people are being educated. A lot of people didn't know about Black Wall Street and didn't know about the riots and all that stuff and uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So it's 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 great that the information is getting out there. Um, yeah, man, this 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 year has been crazy, but it's been it has been educational to a lot of people. It's it's a lot of good things going on. It's a lot of wild shit going on. But hey, man, this is this is this is this is what it is right now. I'm trying to think of what else what else is going on. Oh, don't get me started on our president. Let's keep. Let's pass that. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's, let's let's pass that. <laughs> Cause this was homeboy. Homeboy been on one. Let's just pass that. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I, listen. I ain't, let's not even talk about that person. He just tried. <laughs> he, he tried it though. He tried it though. He he really tried it. Wait 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 wait. This is the part that killed me. He was like. Yeah, you know, I, I made it famous. You know, not many people knew about about Juneteenth, so well, I made I made it very famous, and now people know about it because of me. I'm like, if you don't sit your fucking orange ass down, thank somewhere. you. The orange one, the orange one, sit down somewhere. God, doggy, if you get the fuck out of it, man. All right, let's skip that before I get in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna sip this whiskey and shut the fuck up. What oh yeah, what you, what you drinking on? I'm on coffee and Bailey's right now because I'm trying to look. I was on I was on one last night. It was good. It was a good one, but I was definitely on one. What you drinking, Jeff? <laughs> I don't have anything today. Uh, I'm trying to get myself together because I have some coffee, but that's about it. Okay. Well, you know, it's still it's still kind of early over there where he. Yeah, had, it is. Um, it is early there. It's 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 almost it's almost no it's it's three thirty here, so I'm I'm drinking on uh some Knob Creek a little hundred proof whiskey some bourbon you know how I get down man but. I had some of that like a couple of weeks ago man I thought my insides were burning out man, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> I had I, I had the Knob Creek I ain't gonna lie it was good but I like man. Losing my soul over this isn't worth it. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted. We still early to this podcast. <laughs> Give me another half hour. I'll be over here nodding off drinking this shit. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, trying yeah, to, be trying to stop the drinking, but then they keep putting cells up in the BX and they keep they keep getting me, so. Hey, listen. Every time I go into Classics, they be having bottles of liquor that's normally like 
60 70 dollars at a regular liquor store for like 40 and it's tax free i'm like hmm, I'm gonna get <laughs> oh yeah i got 17 38 on sale let me get three of those <laughs> How am I supposed to stop drinking if you keep giving it to me so cheap? <laughs> I went last month. I went in there to get an energy drink. They had the Crown Royal gift set for 22 bucks. I was like, so let me get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That's how I be, man. They be having, and then they have like the military, like, uh, I don't want to say military special because military special is a brand of liquor that you should not drink unless you want your whole insides to fall out. Um, but they be having like uh, military deals on some of the stuff. And it'd be like, oh, you going to give me this bottle for 25 That's a $55 bottle of, of whiskey. I'm going to get two, three of these, put these over here. And then the retirees been here grabbing up all the alcohol, just all of it. With Velcro shoes and a, and a veteran hat, just take all alcohol off the bag on the store. Oh, man, they going there like it's garage sales or something. <laughs> <laughs> they get like shopping carts. They just be full of alcohol. I'm like, first of all, where the hell you get this shopping cart from? <laughs> you you know when store coming on out there? <laughs> Man, I gotta fucking get this stupid yard together so I can PCS. Are you leaving? Yeah. I'm about to go to D.C. Oof. Have fun. It's going to be great. Have fun. Get to be around black people again. Get myself a black barber again. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, it's funny. I don't even have a black barber. I have, I got a Puerto Rican and a white dude to cut my hair. But they both they both do a good job. Um, Dang a lot. The white dude cut my hair. He, he's, he's spot on. He's good. He be trying to rap though. I think he tried to have a rap career at one point. He be trying to make me listen to it. I've been in the shop. I'm like, man, I don't think this is gonna cut it. <laughs> you, better, you better stick to these clippers, bro. <laughs> oh shit. Let's 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 get to some. Let's get. Well, have fun in DC. That traffic is gonna kick your ass, but it, it's it, DC's fun. DC is definitely fun. Definitely a good time. It's so uh, melanated there, though. God dog is melanated there. Chocolate city. Chocolate city. <laughs> you be paying taxes out the ass, though. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get to some music. Um, what was we talking about before we started? Oh, shit. Let's talk about some of these versus battles real quick. So, it was one last night on Juneteenth. It was. I don't know if you guys saw it. I know Rocky didn't see it. I didn't watch it. I, I, I'm not with the man. They need to pick better people. I'm getting tired of them now. They need to hire people to pick out these people. This ain't right. I listen. I enjoyed it. So last night was Alicia Keys versus uh, John Legend. They were in the same place. Number one, which made a difference. They both had pianos. Um. My only gripe with the with the uh, with the show because it was really good. I thought it was really good. Um, first off, why were y'all lip syncing your own damn songs with microphones? <laughs> you got a whole piano. Play the piano, fam. Don't be lip syncing to me. <laughs> no offense, but listen. No offense, though. I love the both of them. But Alicia can't really sing that good live, and John John be on point live most of the time. But I, I, I'm gonna have to 
disagree with you because last night Alicia sounded good. John was on point the whole night. Alicia sounded good last night. But um, you my only thing. Well, no, no, they were lip syncing like the faster songs they couldn't play the piano to. Ah, uh, okay, okay, I'm about to say. And another thing is, is that John Legend has the straight up light skin. I can't dance. Two step, like he two stepped every song he was up there singing. <laughs> <laughs> two stepped every song. That man only know two dances, left, right. That's it. <laughs> but I mean, it, it was a good show. It reminded me that um, you know they both got a whole lot of big hits. They got a lot of big hits. Sometimes you forget that um, you know Lucy Key has been around since. 2001? Yeah, she's been around a, a long time. Yeah. Then Jog came a little after. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, at least she's not 2001. I was in uh, my senior year of high school. So that's when I first heard her. So she's been around for 19 years. Um, John Legend came out, I want to say, his album dropped in 04, but he had been around with Kanye singing hooks and shit before that. But, um, I mean, these, this has been, you know, they have good careers, so they got a lot of Big hits. It was good. It was good though. I enjoyed it. Um, but it is John Legend, and Alicia Keys, so you can only get but so hype. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 they they could have put somebody else. I mean, no offense to them because I love them both. I, I love both of them, but I just wasn't feeling that battle. All right, so, so what battle do you want? What battles y'all want to see? Like I said, it need to be Diddy versus Jermaine Dupree to remixes. And Kanye, <laughs> and Kanye versus Pharrell. They the only two that can go head to head. That's just my opinion. I'm ready for that. Whenever they do it. Oh, man, that's tough. I'm you wait, wait. UGK versus fucking 8-Ball MJG. Hold up. Let's see. T.I. versus Jeezy. Let's go. Like... No, 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 no. I don't want to see. No. I don't want to see Ti versus Jeezy because we already know who's gonna win. <laughs> I still want to see you, it. If you really think, you really think Jeezy gonna beat Ti? But they can a, go. No, but, is, but they can go head to head. I don't even know if they can go head to head. Yes, they can. Recession alone is all Jeezy needs. And thug listen. motivation one on one. That's it. You, I think it you did, it did, it did. If you think, it if did, you think either did, one of them albums, wait, wait, it did. If if he include the USDA album, we on our way. I'm trying to tell you, man. Listen, if you think those two albums <laughs> got anything on Urban Legend, King, I'm serious. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, but it still be a dope battle. It would it be will, fun. Because we all would know all the songs. You know That's the whole one. point. That's the whole point. <laughs> but I mean, it would be, but it would be like that damn Jagged Edge 112 battle where you knew 112 was going to win. You going to like all the songs, but you but know who's going to win going into it. But you shouldn't have put 112 with freaking Jagged Edge 112 should have went against Black Street. I don't understand. They, they don't do this. They don't pick out the right people to go head to head. It don't make no sense. First, first off, you ain't getting Blackstreet together. Period. Maybe it's not. But Teddy Riley can pop back up again by himself and do it. Do all the hits. He produced everything. Listen, like I said, um, I, I be, I be, look, I'm going to watch it. If it happens, I'd watch it. But 
I just don't think it's a fair fight. Wait, all. wait, what in the hell is going on over there? <laughs> what in the world? But what, what what is going on over there? You talking about the dog barking? Yeah, that's you or Jim. That's me. I got I got two dogs. Oh God, I'm like, who in the world? I'm sorry. <laughs> I got two dogs as well, but they're not barking right now. <laughs> Well, I'm oh, in the house and, and my and my wife just left, so they're now barking because she's oh, gone and they can't hear okay. me. Lord That's all that is. We got a little one and a big one, so I, say, I, I say we. Going, but... Oh, who let the dogs out? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man, I you know I'm still waiting on that damn uh, three six mafia versus um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm waiting on that one. It was supposed to happen like weeks ago. I still want to see it. No limit versus cash money. I'm trying to tell you, y'all don't, y'all don't hear yeah. me though. That, that would be, be it. Good, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. <laughs> they don't be listening though. I be sitting there and Swiss beats on freaking Instagram. I just get ignored. Timberland ignoring people. I'm I'm too little to be acknowledged. <laughs> if we if they do that, all the, all the kids can see the original blue face. Silk the shocker. They're gonna be looking at him like, who who let this man on a record? <laughs> but 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 still could act. We cannot take his acting away from him. Homeboy was in a movie doing karate. Let's not forget. Still the shocker can act. He we was acting to... like you know how to do karate. That's what he was doing. I... <laughs> he was about he know how to act. Look, let's give him credit for something. Now hell no, he can't rap, but he can goddamn act. You out here trying to put up he got the hookup. Like he give you like half a bar, and then he just speed through the rest of the verse. You'd be like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. What, you know what song he did snap on him and Mystical? Did I do it? Fucking right, I did it. All right. Fucking right. Still snapped on that. I don't care what nobody said. He probably started off and just sped through the end of the verse. <laughs> <laughs> he did it 32 bars in one verse. <laughs> God. Hey, see, see, you guys might have a different like outlook on Silk the Shocker because y'all from the South. Well, up, up north, we was like, who put this Negro on a track? And then we was like, oh, that's his brother. That's Master. <laughs> okay, I got it now. Nepotism. I see where we're going with this. Because, <laughs> you know, Master P, he's not the greatest rapper, but he can rap. He can perform. He keeps you captivated. Um, C Murder, once again, not the greatest rapper, but he makes good songs. And then you get freaking Silk the Shocker, you be like, all right, hold up. If they don't put Mystical on this shit or Mia X, I ain't got time for this. Thank get you. Yeah, yeah. Get this man off my screen. <laughs> the only, the, if you go look at my Serato right now, all the songs I got in my my CDs, my, my iTunes, the only song I got Silk the Shocker on is the John he did with Maya. And even that is like cringeworthy. But I still oh, like the song. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on is my yeah. shit. But yeah, that's about the only. Uh, I, I, I might, I might have that I do that. That's my. That's song. about it. That's about it. I got like two songs from that dude. I've been so confused to Philly. Like, who the hell is this guy? I've been out here listening to Charge It to the Game lately. For some reason, I've been listening to No Limit Three Six around here, but no one knows what they're saying. I don't know, so it's all right. It's not a big. It's not a problem. But the beats be hard though, so that's all I can say. He over here cutting, cutting out. He got T-Mobile. 
No, it's, it's the, the fog rolling in. It gets it get creepy out here in the evening when the fogs are rolling in. Well, this is unfortunate. <laughs> you guys ever been out here before? <laughs> Jeff, can you hear us? Because you are cutting up. Like, I, we cannot hear you, dude. All right, Jeff is the Teddy Riley. All right, I'm, I'm back. All right. I'm back. Okay. Right. <laughs> he went full Teddy Rally. <laughs> full Teddy Rally and Nelly. They said Nelly connection was all too. <laughs> who, who I, I who understand you got that Master P phone, don't you? You got that Master P service, huh? You got that no nah, limit. Too, oh, <laughs> too far from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. No, but I'm serious. Like, no limit. I think I've been okay. I watched the the evolution of hip hop or whatever the uh, the docu series on um Netflix, and it just yeah. make it just it just make it think these battles though. No limit you know, versus cash money would definitely be it. I, I would I would definitely watch that one. I would definitely watch No Limit versus Cash Money. That would be something I would be very interested in. Um. Cause they were kind of going at it anyway. Yeah. Yep. I'm still surprised they ain't had nobody from the West Coast do anything yet. Who though? Who we gonna have? I mean, I mean you got Snoop. Hell no, we ain't gonna have no blue face. Good God. You get blue face the fuck up out of here. I mean, I mean, you still Snoop still around. Um, dog pounces around. Uh, what? Dan, Dan no, wait, 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 song. wait! Death Row against who? <laughs> I mean, is Death Row really a thing? though like they had Tupac. That's all that matter. Death Row against who? <laughs> I'm sorry. Tupac had like two albums on Death Row. Come on now. <laughs> I don't care. All eyes on me alone is gonna handle all of that. Play the whole thing. Then fuck it. Then then Death Row versus Bad Boy. Yeah, I'm about to say Ooh, bad boy. That would be it. You ain't lying. Death Row versus Bad Boy. I, I definitely watch that one. I would watch I'll that one too. That's that a good one. one. That's a good one. Um, Sean gonna eat it up. That one. Yeah, I like that album. That album he had before he got locked up. Yeah. That album was fire. Shoot, Black Rob had a fire album. So did G Duck. But yeah, it'd be pretty good. It'd be a good one. Bad boys I mean, had Biggie and Mace. Jesus Christ, Mace alone. <laughs> yeah, Mace, Mace, Mace had some classics. Uh, I'm trying to think who else could it. Um, oh shit, Little Kim. I have we forgot. Lord, Death Row didn't have a female artist, did they? Let me see. They did. Oh, I can't wow. remember who it was though. No, Ice Cube had uh, Yo Yo. I'm trying to think. Did they? That's what I'm, I'm googling right now. But you know, I'm a I'm an R and B head, so I've been thinking I need Maxwell and D'Angelo. So Suge Knight, Dr. Ooh. Dre, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, Danny, Bo- okay, Michelle. But she had like one album. Something in my heart, but something in my heart alone will take take care of that. Yeah, but I mean, they had MC, that, they had MC Hammer too. What was MC Hammer on on Death Row? MC Hammer was on Death Row. I guess after after a while, he was on the Dog Pound, 
DJ Quick, Corrupt, Daz, uh, Dillinger. Oh, yeah. That's I was there, too. Lady Rage, Outlaws, Crooked Eye. Yeah, but, I mean, Crooked Eye, was, he had, like, one... I don't even know if he had a whole album on, on Death Row. I know he had some songs on Death Row. But... This, this nigga out here building a... A grave? What you what are you digging up? Oh, oh <laughs> Tupac? My, my fucking husky, <laughs> my husky out here dug up the ground killing squirrels and gophers. <laughs> <laughs> like I just tossed a dead one across the fence. Like he just tear my yard. He waits until like the last one I get in leave and he wanna tear the yard up. But yeah, uh, no, that, that, you know, Death Row versus Bad Boy would be a good one. Um, like I said, I want to see Maxwell and D'Angelo. But, Maxwell you know, will kill D'Angelo. That's canceled. I would still listen to it. <laughs> that is canceled. What else listen, you got? No, what else you got? No, no, oh, listen, no. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I will pour. Listen, I will pour, turn that shit on. Pour some wine. Like, hey, girl, sit next to me. Listen to these songs real quick. <laughs> 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 How does it feel? <laughs> Shit, I got alternative motive. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of who else. What? Okay, what other producers producers can go against each other? Like I said, Pharrell and Kanye definitely need to have a battle. People forgot um, how sick Kanye was. You know, he he kind of gone now, but you know, he was sick with it. Still I don't, sick I don't, with I don't, it. I don't, I don't count Kanye out. He still puts out great, great, great beats. Um, I would like to see Dre versus somebody. I don't know who, but Dre versus somebody. Ooh. Um, hmm. Man, you know what though? If here's one, what I wish I could. Wait, wait, wait! Did did Puff produce? He produced real. Yeah. So. Dre and Pub. Dre and Pub. That would be perfect. Yeah, but Dre is more of a like Dre can make beats. Dre can produce songs. Diddy can produce, but he doesn't really make beats. He had people who made beats. There's a difference between making uh, a beat and producing. So Diddy is a producer. He knows how to put things together once he has it all together. Um, all the pieces, but Drake could start from scratch, make the beat, maybe write the song. Probably not because you know he's not really a writer. But he could put all those pieces together, though. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it would be a good battle. It would be a good battle. I, I think. Uh, I think Diddy would win just off the the sheer amount of work he's done, whereas Dre has a limited amount. Yeah. Now there's some big, some big fucking hits. Like you got. I was listening to Doctor Dre's um, Chronic and 2001 the other day. He got some. He got some songs out there, and that's not counting Snoop. That's not counting M, Fifty, uh, Truth Hurts, DOC, NWA, like Pac. He got a ton of shit on him, but it'd be interesting. That'd be a good one. Okay, good. that those are old heads though. Let's get to the new school. DJ Mustard versus Metro Boomin. I'm for it. DJ Mustard versus uh, Metro Boomin. Who else? Or Mike Will made it. Mike Will made it versus London on the track because they from Atlanta. They'll be perfect. I told you last podcast, tired of Georgia taking over all the damn first <laughs> <earth> battles. <laughs> Shit. 
112, Jagged Edge, fucking uh, Lil John, Ludacris. Oh, I'm tired of Atlanta. <laughs> you just, you just, you just jealous. It's okay, Little John and the East Side Boys versus who else could they battle? Well, Little John already battled uh, T Pain. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But the whole squad, though, just the crunk music, man. They just should have a crunk. They just should just have a crunk music versus with nobody versus nobody. Just everybody in there who could, who who was part of that era. I mean, but that would be so everybody get, like that would so, be all ATL again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but still, <laughs> but still, Georgia know how to put down a pull, know how to uh, uh, crank up a party now. Come on, like we start up. Tell the all right, all right, okay. No, 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 no. You want to keep it in Georgia with your old <laughs> southern ass? If you want to do a Georgia battle, let's do the Crunk area versus the um the fucking uh, Dungeon Family. What's up? Ooh. Hell yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, that'd be good right there. That was it. That'll be it. Because listen, you got Goody Mob, you got Outcast, you got uh, damn, there's a bunch of them cats. This is this is more y'all region. I didn't all all I knew was really was Goody Mob and Outcast. Who else is part of Dungeon Family? Organized noise. I don't. Oh, let me let me Google. Cause they, 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 cause there will be no outcasts without Goody Mob though, for real. They were, they were pretty oh. deep too. They had a bunch of people. They did. They had a lot of them. You, you had people pop up on random ass tracks. Dungeon Family. We got. How did I add a future to the Dungeon Family? When did he become a yeah. member? Yeah. I think the I fuck was... not. I think the fuck <laughs> not. We not doing this today. Brother Hendricks is not part streets. of this. Brother Hendricks is not part of this. So yeah, that, that's that's why they got future with the Dungeon no, Family. No. So it was it was pretty Dungeon Family was pretty much Goody Mob and um and, and Outcast. That's it. I and, would still put and Killer Mike. Killer Mike was part of it. He was part of it. Future. I would put <laughs> future. Y'all, y'all are trying, y'all are trying me today. Ooh, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got the one. Brother I got one. Hendrix don't belong though. I got one because Outcast versus hear me out. Outcast versus Tribe Called Quest. Ooh, that's perfect. Ooh, that's perfect. Wait, I think that that, that could work. Yeah, that's perfect. I like that one. I like that. I like that one. I think they have, it's kind of the same style, but one's Queens and one's Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, they have that kind of street yet smart, chill, laid back vibe. I think it would be a good, that'd be a good one. That would be a real good one. It's not exactly what you would think, but yeah, I like that idea. I like that Oh, how about this? Since we want some damn uh, Atlanta shit, so I've been hearing a rumble. I think we talked about this, but Usher versus Chris Brown. Man, Usher versus man. There's no comparison. Chris got too much fucking music. I heard a lot of people say Usher would smoke Chris Brown. I don't believe it. No, Chris got too. Chris got more music than Usher. I'm sorry. Well, no. when you make forty track albums. <laughs> okay. Chris Brown with his 45 tracks what the hell but okay okay Usher got more classics let's say that but Chris got more music 
Oh yeah, Chris got way more music. More music. But Usher, but I mean, Usher got shit. Confessions, eighty-seven on one. Those right there alone got. He got at least. And the 15. My Way album, the My Way <laughs> yeah, album. My way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's that's gonna be a long night. This gonna be a long night. Yeah, <laughs> a long night. That'd be that'd be pretty good hit for hit. Trying to think of who else can go. Man, TLC versus who? Since we talk about Atlanta, TLC versus Escape. Mm, nah, they 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 gonna house Escape real quick. I don't think <laughs> honestly. It, listen, it ain't too many. It ain't too many. I can't. I don't think there's another female group that has hits as big as TLC has. Unless you want to do Destiny's Child. That might be a little bit better. That would be better. Destiny's Child and TLC might be... That could be a competition. But, I mean, if you're going to do Escape, then you do Escape SWV. Ooh, yeah, that's good one. Well, I mean, or you can... I mean, I, honestly, you could probably swap out or you could do this would be interesting. They did a three way battle. I know it'd be hard to do on Instagram, but if they had SWV total and escape, I'd watch that. Can you get that? Man, Total don't belong though. Total got <laughs> Total got some songs, man. Total got some songs. Total got hits. Total don't belong that. I would put Total against TLC. Simply because of the boffman. You can dance to Total. You can't dance to... Well, you can dance to Summer Escape. You can dance to Summer SWV, too. But it ain't the same. Like, TLC and Total, they put out pop. You could always dance to it. I mean... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fight that. I would, Actually, I wouldn't... I just wouldn't put TLC up against... Yeah, Destiny Child might be the only ones where it would be even. I think TLC would smoke anybody else though. No, who Girl gonna put, but, no, but be, real talk. Who's gonna put Rough Riders against? Murder Inc. You I was about to say that Murder Inc. too. <laughs> ja Rule <laughs> versus DMX though. Hell no. DMX eat Ja Rule ass up. Nope. I don't give a shit who goes against DMX unless it's fucking Jay. I'm not going against yeah, DMX. Man, you can't go against DMX. You got to be Jay Z to go against DMX. Oh, yeah. Let's see who else. Uh, I'm trying to think of like who had it back in the day. Like who had it, had it back in the day. Like I said, so, so dove. It would be the remixes though. Jermaine would remix the hell out of something. So would Diddy. I don't look. But so who? I'm thinking like who? Who could we put Rockefeller up against? Rockefeller. Ooh. Who could we put After, Rockefeller up against? That's hard. Aftermath. Ooh. You got you remember, remember, how, remember how big? Remember how deep Rockefeller was? They had dim set. They had state property. Jay, Bleak, Rel, Chris John. I, sh- Aftermath. I think because you got Dre, M, Fifty, Freeway. Oh, man, it's it's hard. Yeah. Rockefeller had a run. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they had a 
They had a hell of a run. Man, that roster was unbelievable. And then they got Kanye too. Let's not forget. Good God, hold up, no, we can't. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I said, I mean, like I said, maybe aftermath because they had G Unit, they had M and D Twelve, they had Dr. Dre, they had uh, Truth Hurts, they had Eve, they had Buster Rhymes for a little bit. Like that might be the closest you could do against Rockefeller because that's a that roster. Ooh. From like, Just from, like nine, from like nine nine to like two thousand ten was insane. Lord, okay. Let's see who else was out. Who else had it? Yo, man, we we lived in a dope town though, for real. They wouldn't understand it. Shoot, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a new artist that I want to see in, in a in a battle. Maybe Cole and Kendrick. Cole and Kendrick would be perfect. Um, who else? Wale versus Big Sean. I told you how I feel about Big Sean. I still watch it, but. But then again, Wale is so super conscious. I won't even put him with them with Big Sean. I would I would put Big Sean against Meek. Yeah, that can work. That can definitely work. Big Sean, Sean Meek catalog kind of deep. Well, so is, so so is Sean. Sean's catalog's pretty deep. It's pretty deep. Dreams and nightmares alone will kill. The <laughs> intro on that. The intro <laughs> alone. <laughs> That's a classic. That's a, the intro along is a classic. <laughs> when he ready to end it, he just pull out the intro. Big Sean go ahead, disconnect. It's over with. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he can start pretending like it's messing up. I can't <laughs> hear you. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Kendrick and Cole, who could Drake battle? Um, man. So, all right, all right. This is like, this new? is really this... new. Like, yeah, the new school Drake. Remember Drake, Kendrick, J Cole, freaking Big Sean, me, Wale. They all Wale came out the same time. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, because of Drake's versatility, and I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but I do like a lot of his music. I just don't think you can't put those guys up against. Drake, like I'm going, I'm talking hit for hit. Like we're talking about rapping, Kendrick will wrap circles around Drake, but yeah. song for song. And I, I was thinking about this, and I'm probably going to get like flamed for it, and I'm probably going to get told to shut the fuck up. But <laughs> if, if I want, if I'm going to watch a Drake versus, I want to see Drake versus Missy Elliott. Really? They both sing, they both rap. They both write. Missy produces. I don't think Drake produces, but I think they both have big enough hits where it wouldn't be lopsided either way. Because I can't think of too many people who's gonna go up against Missy. Like who's gonna go up against Missy? Who? Yeah, that's good, yeah. Hmm. Who's going up against Drake? Who has hits like Drake? Drake versus Beyonce. 
Drake broke me off there. I don't know about that one. Who could be and, 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 and you know, and you know damn well Beyonce is not gonna come out of her Beyonce <laughs> castle to go battle anybody. Who else could Beyonce battle in? Beyonce would be sitting there with some sunglasses on at night with a, a glass of douce, layers crossed, looking at the screen like, I ain't playing shit. Yeah. You know what I'll play. <laughs> Should we have Blue playing all the damn songs? Beyonce ain't even going to move. I don't know. I mean, shit, when you start talking Beyonce, you get into that pop realm. Same thing with... Uh, with Drake, you get into that big okay, stadium pop realm. But who can't who can't compete with in our culture? Oh, well, in black culture, men and Rihanna. I forgot about my wife. I'm going to be honest wife. with you, because of just my taste in music, I I have Rihanna smoking. Yeah, uh, Beyonce. Yeah. I got Rihanna smoking. Rihanna Beyonce. would smoke Beyonce to me too. I I'm love gonna let y'all know. I'm gonna I let y'all know. Beyonce fans are coming for y'all. For all the blatant disrespect you guys are showing. <laughs> Listen, I ain't scared of the beehive. Y'all can come see me. I'm still here. Okay, I, think, I, think, I think, okay, let's, let's, be, let's be real. Beyonce is a very versatile artist. And I love her. She's the best entertainer, female entertainer of our time right now. But when I tell you I wait for a Rihanna album like a fucking fiend, like a crack fiend, and I'm still mad she ain't drop an album. <laughs> I'm waiting for her. It's a difference. Beyonce will drop something out of the sky, and I'm like, oh, it's Beyonce, so I'm going to listen to it. Because it's Beyonce, but Rihanna, I'll be itching for her shit to come. See, that's how, and that's how I have Drake. I have Drake and Beyonce in the same category. If they drop some, I'm going to listen. listen to but I'm not wait. I'm not waiting around for their albums though. But that's just me. I'm waiting for a Rihanna. Album. Me too. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Rihanna album like a crack, like a crackhead. I'm. <laughs> I'm waiting for a Kendrick album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so. Like a crackhead because we definitely need a Kendrick fit. Like, and J Cole going to be dropping this year too. So I'm excited about that. But he did hold us over. We ain't here from Kendrick says, damn, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Kendrick, Kendrick somewhere right right now writing rhymes. I guarantee you. I, I, think, he pro- I think he had protesting right now. Yeah, I mean, he probably, yeah, he probably protesting too. But I guarantee you, whatever he drops after these protests and everything that's going on, it's going to be that shit. It's, that gonna shit be gonna, yeah, it's going to bang. Fire. It's going to bang. I'm trying to think of who else, though. I'm glad we said that though, but that's real. They drop some. I'm listening to it. It's dumb. Why wouldn't I listen to it? But I'll be waiting. Like Rihanna just don't know she need a whooping. I am waiting for an album. <laughs> oh God, she need a goddamn whooping. I'm like, if you don't drop this she album, busy. girl. No, <laughs> Rihanna. Like- Rihanna ain't busy. Rihanna just rich. Yeah, Rihanna she got this. She ain't she rich. got that fancy money. She, she is wealthy. <laughs> she is wealthy, rich. Homegirl wealthy now. Homegirl eating. She got, she got Akon money. She ain't, she ain't put out no damn music. <laughs> but Akon ain't dropped the album since 2010. You over here building whole cities and shit. <laughs> when you got that kind of money, you ain't putting out music. But it's so it's so true though. I, I wait for her like a fiend. I wait for I wait for Kendrick. I wait for Cole. Man, 
after what um Forest Hill dropped, I'm like, what you what you got to do next? Then he dropped the uh what what card? No, he dropped um for your eyes only. For your eyes only. Then he dropped card after that. But I'll be yeah. wait. I'll be waiting for them. I'll be waiting for Cole. I'll be waiting for Kendrick. I'll be waiting for Rihanna. But I like artists that take their time and come back because you know that shit gonna be lit when they do come back. They got some shit to say. Well, speaking of Cole, he just dropped a song last week. Oh yeah, he sure did. What was it called? Ah, uh, shit, I heard this. Snow in the bluff. Yeah. Um. I don't know if y'all know the backstory to this or why he made that song, but I, I would be interested in your your views on that if you know what happened. If not, I can I can kind of give you a little bit of background. Okay, I I just know a female rapper, no name. Uh, she she made some tweets, I believe, and J Cole caught wind of it and went to work. So. <laughs> That's what I got from the gist of the situation. Still haven't he- heard his track yet. I heard that she made a cut or she made a track uh, after he made his track. So I gotta listen to both of them today. So yeah, right. let me. So know. all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paraphrase all this, and I would, I would. Because I don't want I don't want people attacking me for not giving a whole story. But essentially, No Name had put out some tweets, and she had said, "Like, where's all these rappers that make all this music about um, the black plight and police brutality and what we should be doing in the communities and all this other stuff? We ain't heard from them. We ain't seen no tweets from them. What y'all doing out there? Like, yo, get your shit together." I'm paraphrasing, by the way. So if anyone hears this and say, "Oh, you didn't say exactly what you said," shut the fuck up. I'm paraphrasing. So Cole. Cause she didn't say any names. She didn't say any names. So Cole put out Snow in the Bluff. And essentially what he said was, listen, um, I'm not the smartest person on the planet. Uh, but, you know, you obviously, because she's an activist. No name is an activist. She she is a rapper. Um, she does a lot of things for um, the black community. But he's saying, look, I'm not the smartest dude on the planet. Like, But I didn't appreciate the way you were talking to me slash us about how we handle the protests and what we should be doing, yada, yada. Um, it, I mean, it's a good song, but to me, it just seemed like Cole just was kind of in his feelings because he felt attacked by someone um, about how he's handling the protests. But Cole's outside. I've seen Cole out there uh, protesting. And as someone who lived outside of Fayetteville for four years, Cole was in the community. Like, Cole was in Fayetteville. Like, he would come back home and he was doing shit for the community. Um so I don't I don't know why he would make a whole song instead of re- responding in a tweet, but he did. I do like the song. Anytime you anytime you get all respectfully diss to somebody over a beat that sounds like you're about to make a love song, I'm interested. But uh, I did not hear No Name's response. I know there was a lot of backlash to Cole on fucking phones going off. Uh, it was a lot of backlash to Cole because he said something to her, and it was like, "Oh, you're attacking black women." I don't know if y'all listened to it. It didn't sound like an attack to me. It sounded like, yo, why are you... It sounded more like, why are you attacking me or attacking us? Um, this is how I feel about it. You should be helping me understand your viewpoint and educate me on what we should be doing opposed to attacking us for not doing what you think we're supposed to be doing. But it's a good song, though. I I, I mean, it's not one of them drums I'm going to be like, playing all the time, but it was a good track. 
I don't. Okay, first and foremost, I heard about the backlash about him attacking a black woman or whatever. But J. Cole is married to a black woman and he's black himself. He might be biracial, but J. Cole is exactly black. I don't understand what is this shit is fucking coming from. And they talk so cancel Cole. I will cancel my insurance before I cancel J. Cole. They can kiss my ass on that one. I mean that shit. Yeah, anybody canceling Cole. Ain't nobody canceling Cole. And that's that. Fuck that. No. No. no I mean, it, uh, honestly, the way I feel, the way with everything that's going on right now, I feel like both of them are kind of fucked up. Because first off, all right, we got people on the street protesting. We're in the middle of a movement right now. Why do you feel the need to start calling out people because they're not protesting the way you expect them to? That's Everybody has opinion. their own way of doing shit. Like right now, if we can't do what we want to do because of the stuff that we have to do, our careers yeah. and everything. We can't. We got kids and stuff. We can't afford to so, do stupid. So that's that's my that's my that's my one thing against No Name. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know no I don't know much about No Name, but I'm kind of learning some stuff. Now with Cole, to me the response was it was honest, but it's it sounded emotional. It sounded emotional. You got in your feelings because somebody said something that touched the nerve, so you made a song. And as a rapper, as an artist, that's what you do. You make a song. But here's my thing. If you come to me and go, well, you got a, you got a podcast, you got a platform, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, okay, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. But you don't know what I'm doing behind the scenes. That's what I'm saying. How can you tell somebody that they ain't doing enough and you don't even know what the hell they doing? But you know, I, I just I just think right right now having a, a tiff over how one should be protesting or this fake outrage about what well, you're attacking black women. No, he's not. He's not. Let that shit go. Let's focus on the task at hand of we're literally fighting for the equality that our parents, grandparents, great grandparents, great great grandparents were fighting for. Let's not have a Twitter war. Let's not have a little little song beef right now about but, this shit. But what's what's dope to me though? And how she made that outcry on, on, on Twitter that he acknowledged her. You get where I'm coming from? If you put two and two together, how you put it together, he acknowledged you. You was important enough. So how the fuck is he uh, going against black women? People make hey. me sick. Do they not think? That's what made me mad. But you know what? I'm a different I'm a different black woman. I'm for black men. Black men don't cheat. Go ahead and see. Hey, you still on that? Anyway. Um, <laughs> and listen, and listen, and 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 um coming from me, I'm a black man. No, I am not married to a black woman, but I am raised I was raised by two actually I was raised by a lot of black women. Um I am raising two black women. Um my co-host is a black woman. So I definitely support, I love, I defend black women. However, sometimes y'all gotta understand it's not an attack. It's not an attack. That's what I'm like, saying. I don't. You got. I mean, you can't. You you can't expect humans who have emotions, who have feelings, not to express those to you or express them to the world. You might not like it, but he didn't get on there and go, "Hey, listen, bitch, don't tell me how to fucking do my job." That's not what he did. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what he did. And had he did that, I'd be like, "Ooh, cool. You can't be doing that shit." But no, he said, "Yo, you're smarter than me. You you do you know what you're doing? Educate me." Like so. You know, it is what it is, but I, I like, oh, I, I dug God. the song, but yeah, yeah, I think we got, we got bigger issues than that. We got much bigger issues than that. And that's not me trying to tell you how to feel about it. This is Mike's opinion. So don't come killing me because 
I will fire back and I'm not cold. I'm not no, nice. But, 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 <laughs> but, I mean, no, but it's cancel culture. This cancel culture was canceling every black person that does something crazy. And the industry is out of control. I swear to God. This, is, this makes no sense. Oh, cancel He said one, one thing was he's vocalizing his own fucking opinion. Maybe he don't have all the uh, education on the topic and all that shit. But y'all want to cancel the motherfucker so fucking quickly. Make no damn sense. Listen, you you work with me long enough. You know me long enough. Uh, if they heard some of the shit I didn't say before, they'd be gonna cancel my ass too. So I'm not. And <laughs> me, and me, oh lord, and <laughs> So I ain't, I'm not with the cancel culture. Like people grow, they learn. If you still, well, here's my thing. If you sixty something years old, and you still on some bullshit, then maybe we need to cancel you. Um, if you're R. Kelly, we need to cancel you. But I mean, if you're gonna try to cancel somebody because Hey, Cole got in his feelings. He said what he needed to say. His office chest is out there to the world. He doubled down on on, on uh, Twitter and said, I said what I, well, paraphrasing again, I said what I said. I didn't mean it to be like an attack on her, but I'm just telling y'all how I feel. Fam, that's how he feels. Can't tell a man how to feel about it. Period. But what it is, is like you're never going to, you're never going to do enough. You're never going to be enough for people who just like, people just take shit too far. How I don't understand how another human being can get you like that. How how America can go crazy over one person saying something. Like one person. A whole hey, bunch of really? sheep. A whole bunch of sheep. I'm just sorry. I just can't. I don't get it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, and this is something I've noticed. I've noticed this before, but I've noticed it a lot recently. People just want to say something. That's what I'm saying. Shut the hell up. <laughs> just shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> It's like, all right, you have the platform to speak and everyone can hear you. But, and I said this last week when we were talking about uh, police brutality and race relations and all this, all this other shit. I said, sometimes you're not the right person to speak on it and shut the fuck up. Exactly. Just shut up. <laughs> and yep. I will tell you, I'm not the right person to speak on everything. I, I may say I'm some not. things incorrectly. And if you say, yo, you're wrong, and you can present it in a way that makes me understand why I'm wrong, I will shut the fuck up. But sometimes in your head, before you say some things, just repeat it in your head. Or say it out loud to yourself before you say it or before you type it. And if it don't sound right, shut the Whoa. fuck up in the story. You don't have to have an opinion about everything. And stop trying to cancel people. If this man is not a, like attacking, actually attacking someone... Or women, or sexually abusing them, or saying racist shit, or just doing the absolute wrong thing. Why are we canceling? Why are we canceling a difference of opinion? That's my. That's just my take on it. Like I mean, like people are going to have difference of opinion, unless you're saying, well, I think that black people should still be slaves. Okay, cancel that motherfucker. But if you're just saying, yo, I didn't know what, appreciate the way you spoke to me, and it really pretty much you said you hurt my feelings. Okay, you hurt the man's feelings. He said you hurt his feelings. Leave me the fuck alone. That's the end of it. But like I said, uh, hopefully they can come to a, uh, an agreement. They can understanding and move forward and help each other out because that's what we need to be doing right now. I don't think we need to be as black people being divisive because I feel like her tweet was divisive. His song was divisive. But it's, it's always it's always uh, uh, the the cause and effect thing. What it seems like and us as a people, we just don't get along at all. Like we can't ever come together, which is not the narrative 
for for everybody. But you get where I'm coming from? It's always some type of division when it comes to us, no matter what we doing. But you know what? Right now, though, in, in the current climate in in the U.S., I might not agree with how... Let me back a little bit. In the current climate, if we're trying to reach the same goal, I might not agree with your tactics, but we're trying to reach the same goal. So we can disagree about it, mm-hmm. but let's achieve our goal. Then we can fight about it later. Yep. I'm not in the. Yep. I'm not in the. I'm not in the mind state that I need to be fighting you right now because I have a bigger fight on my hands. Shaq and Kobe beef for the whole time they was on the same team, but guess what? They won championships. We try to win championships. So if you want to have a Shaq and Kobe beef, have it under the table where nobody's gonna see that. And let's go out there and play the damn game yep. and win for the for the for the team. That's what I'm talking. That's what that's where I'm at right now. But I ain't trying to get on them whole political bag again like I did. Yet. Well, not political, but my whole social bag like I did last week or last podcast. Just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was interesting because um, Cole was not quiet, but he didn't put out a song in forever, and I, that got him into the studio. So that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. How he ain't paying attention to black women. He made a whole song about a black woman. Y'all sit y'all asses down somewhere. That's what pisses me off with people. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Shit. All right, I'm about to transition. Transition I again. I research none of that. <laughs> Man, I've been working from home. and I ain't got shit else better to do. <laughs> See, I've, I've been going there. So I've been in there trying to hold it down. No, nah, we got... Uh... We got, we had it. I was talking about this when you got on. We had a COVID case on base here in Florida and they had to shut down a gym, shut down a clinic. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going up the base. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay my ass right on home. I got good, I got good Wi Fi here. <laughs> All right. So, hold up. Did y'all, did y'all hear the track by Lil Baby, The Bigger Picture? I heard it three times. I haven't heard what it you? yet. It keeps. I keep seeing it, but I haven't heard it yet. Man, you gotta hear it. It's good. What do you think about it, Rocky? Call. I haven't been in the car long enough. I mean, <laughs> how I feel. I love Little Baby. Little Baby, one of my favorite new rappers. I ain't got nothing bad to say about Little Baby. But uh, I don't think it's no different from Public Enemy, you know? We've been saying this stuff, you know what I'm saying? I guess he's saying it for the new school, but this been this been going on. I just don't. I'm not. I wasn't like moved by it. It is what it is. I'm gonna I'm say it like this. Um, yeah, Public Enemy's been saying this. Ice Cube's been saying this. Um, a lot of rappers have been saying this for for decades. But when you talk about like little babies, what probably 21, 22 years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking to the current generation. That's what I'm saying. It's for the current generation. It wouldn't be for somebody and like I, me. I think I think it's great because it's a trap beat. He's got the the, the trap flow, um, but he's saying something, and it's going to reach uh, a demographic that Public Enemy is not going to reach. If I put on Public Enemy for my 14 year old or my or my 11 year old, they're going to look at me like, "What is this old shit?" You know what I mean? True. If I put on Ice Cube for them, they're going to look at me sideways. Um, I put on NWA and they're gonna look at me sideways, but they know who Lil Baby is. They know who Gunna is. They know they know these younger artists. So the same way when I was a kid and I heard Public Enemy and I heard Fight the Power and I heard Ice Cube and I heard NWA 
like it's going to speak to to them the same way it spoke to me. I, I think it's great because you don't hear too many of these kids making songs like this. No. Yeah, you're going to hear it like the Kendricks and the Coles. They're going to make songs like that. But Kendrick and Cole have been around since 2007, 2008. Um, Lil Baby's been around since 2018, 19. He ain't been around that long. So I, I think it's good that these kids are out here making music that have a message and it can be packaged the way that the current, what do they call the the Gen Z? Is that what they are? Mm-hmm. What the hell is damn generation called? It's packaged the way that they can digest it. Does that make sense? Like, I love that shit. I like the track. He was saying some stuff that I really appreciated. It sounded good. I'd play it again. Um, no, no, no. It's not a bad track. And like I said, I'm a little baby fan. But like I said, I, I guess for me, I'm not moved by it because I'm I've already this been our history. How long? I'm of a particular age group now. I'm not a young buck. I'm about to be a uh, spring chicken. But uh, <laughs> 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 you know where you get where I'm coming from. It's just like yeah. I, it is what it is. Not a bad track. Heard it three times. I like the message and everything, but it's definitely for the times right now and for the young, the younger kids and the younger generation who don't understand what the hell is going on, who's not being taught the right shit, who fa- who family ain't even teaching them the right shit. Because God dog, I was raised on knowing I was fucking black. That's just what it is. Listen, um, I think I I think a lot of this this current generation, like the, the kids is outside right now. It's the kids. It's not. It's not the, the 36, 37 year old people like me. Or the early thirties, like you guys, it's the old, it's the younger kids outside, really out there doing a lot of protesting and and speaking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, that's why I think it's great that they have someone in their generation saying what they're saying in their language. You know what I mean? Because even for me, like Public Enemy, I was when that came when Public Enemy was popping in the late eighties, early nineties, I was still six, seven, eight, nine years old. You know what I mean? Um, it's just kind of that uh, history kind of repeats itself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lil Baby's going to go down the route of sounding like Chuck D for the rest of his career, which is fine. But I think it will open the door for other artists like him to come out there and say, you know what? Yeah, I sold drugs. Yeah, I talk about this, that, and the other. But this is what's going on in the world. This is, what we ha- this is how we need to change it. And when you hear it from someone that is... Uh, well, I mean, I heard, from, I, I heard it from Jay-Z. Hope did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. I already knew not to pick up no damn drugs yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, but you know what? But that was still our generation. <laughs> that was our generation. Like I said, like I said, I got a 14-year-old. She don't know shit about Jay- I mean, she know who Jay-Z is, but she don't listen to Jay-Z. Shit, Jay- man, just probably <laughs> listen to the Jay-Z, Nas, everybody. They school them. Josiah is not as old as my oldest daughter. <laughs> no, he young, but Josiah gets cool. So I, I, I but, haven't heard the song, but I'm getting the gist of what it's about. But that's that's a good thing because, like you said, he's introducing the younger generation to what's what's happening, and so that's a good thing for our generation because you can see like they're gonna carry that torch because someone's gonna listen to what he's saying. They're going to get interested in what he's saying. They're going to start doing some research. And now you got your, your next leader coming forward. So that, that's a good thing. True. Definitely. True. Yep. Definitely. I'm trying to think of what else. What else? I want to talk about Idris Elba real quick. Can I just make an insert? Uh, 
Homeboy gonna uh, wear a shirt on Instagram saying, take my art, take my culture, fashion, crossed out life. So don't take my life, take my music and take my science. I mean, he had the Rona, so he may not know what he's saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't I, know about No, and when I tell you, Black Twitter went in on that ass. Black Twitter went in on that ass. Man, listen, I I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Don't take nothing from me. Exactly. That's what. That's exactly what they were saying. Like, don't take nothing from me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I. I mean, I guess you know people are trying their best to. They're trying their best to convey the right message, but like I said, some people just don't need to say nothing. Sit back in the need, cut. Be quiet. Yeah. Watch. Yo, do- <laughs> donate. Help bail some people out. Sign some petitions, but just I don't need you to speak. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't need actually. I'll be quite honest with you. I'm not one of those people that's going to sit around and wait for a celebrity to say something. I don't really care what the celebrity's got to say because I feel wait, like. Wait, but what's crazy though? No one took the Rona seriously until Tom Hanks came out. I got the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> but let's be real. Let's be real. That's what I want. My God, is serious. Tom Hanks, not Forrest Gump. He got the Rona. <laughs> I mean, not Woody. Like you can't give the Rona to Woody. No, <laughs> no, but look, look, look. No, no, no. He, have it. he was he was trapped in Australia with it. Yeah. But get where I'm coming from. It don't matter if your brother have it or an employee on the job got the shit. Like somebody you see every fucking day. Let a celebrity got some. Now oh, it's this shit motherfucker serious. We gotta buckle down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Like I said, I said I. I'm not waiting on celebrity talking, but I also follow like the teachings of Malcolm X, and Malcolm X was not about listening to what celebrities had to say about race anything. relations or anything going anything. on in the world. You're like, you ain't in these streets with us, so shut up. Like, so I mean, or yeah, Muhammad no, Ali, of, or Muhammad Ali. Or I Muhammad Ali. <laughs> he said the Vietnam ain't do shit to me. Why should I go fight that war? Look, I'm sorry. Muhammad Ali and, and Malcolm S. I, I follow their I follow their uh, procedures. They they were radicals. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and, those, Tupac, those... and Tupac. Let's not forget. <laughs> Muhammad crazy. Ali and Malcolm X are my guys. I'm trying but, to tell uh, you. Mm-mm. But it's, no, I'm glad you brought that up because it reminded me of something I wanted to talk about. Did y'all see uh, Dave Chappelle's um, special on YouTube? Eight four six. Yes. Yeah. Did you see it, Jeff? Not yet. It's so good. But it's, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so good. And here's the thing about Dave Chappelle, man. Like, Dave Chappelle is a great comedian, but what makes him great, and I kind of put him and, uh, and Chris Rock in, in the same kind of, not, I don't want to say the same boat, but like kind of the same realm of how, what they talk about. Because they both talk about like kind of politics and. Like what's going on with black people, what's going on in the world, but they have a humorous way of, of doing like where Chris Rock is very much like, you know, uh he'll he has a punchline to his jokes, whereas David Chappelle tells a story that's funny as shit, but it gets a point across. And, but David Chappelle is such a great storyteller that 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 846, there was there was it was serious. It was, so it was very serious. But it was funny at the but same he, time. But he made you laugh still, but he got his point across. 
and it made you think. I went through so many ranges of emotions with him watching that shit. Mm-hmm. Because had when you kept lighting that cigarette, I'm sorry, I couldn't stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I mean, he touched on so many things, but he would say things in such a way like. And he's been doing this for a while now. Like Dave Chappelle, just been, it's one of the greatest storytellers I think of our generation. Just period. It's just a storyteller. Um, it is worth the twenty minutes, Jeff. When you get a chance, I know you're busy because I know when PCS and this is this, you get busy. Find sketch out twenty twenty five minutes in your day. Watch it. It's worth it. He talks about uh, or you drink or you drink and watch it. Yeah, he talks about George Floyd. He talks about. Um, Man, he tied so many things into it. He talked about how Don Lemon was telling the media, to saying like, you know, we're the celebrities now to talk about, you know, what's going on. And he even went back to his old Ja Rule joke about, well, what does Ja Rule <laughs> think about this? <laughs> like, he's so good at that shit. I mean, it, it was good to hear from someone. Like, I, I always say, I don't need no one to speak for me. I don't, especially no one in the celebrity speak for me. But if there was a celebrity that was going to speak for me, Dave Chappelle is the person I want doing it. And how he brought up that Azalea Banks thing, yo, that shit had me dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad I was glad he talked about Azalea Banks, but <laughs> but still, he got he got on Candace Owens' ass, which yeah, is a whole other subject. Yes, he, yes, he got on Don Lemon. He got on oh, the man, police. She's a fucking lunatic. I'm definitely not this. It was good. It was really good. If if so, the listeners out there, if you haven't watched it, uh, go to YouTube. Dave Chappelle, uh, eight forty six, eight minutes and forty six seconds, talking about George Floyd um, and everything that's going on right now. And this was a live uh, show that he did. It looks like in Ohio. Uh, I think it was at his house because he has a farm. Um, no, it was it was really good. It it wasn't. I don't want to say it's a stand up comedy, but it was. He he said things and expressed feelings that we all that we were all feeling, but he expressed it in, su- in such a way that you felt his pain, his anger, his sorrow, but you could still hear the humor in his voice. Man, it was man, it, it was really good. It's really good. Um, I th- like I said, I don't I don't really want celebrities talking for me, but if I want one of them talking for me, it's gonna be it's gonna be Dave Chappelle. I, I appreciate what, what it. Where is it going? It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay. Yep. It's on YouTube. Speaking of celebrities and talking when they should be talking, what's up with y'all man's uh, Terry Crews? Oh, that is your man's dog. Man. No. No. <laughs> I don't play him right now. Man. No. No, Terry, I, I really feel like he's been... What he's what he's been used to kind of got him the way he is. You know how all of, all of us as black people experience different situations. Some people, some black people, has never have never experienced racism a day of their lives. If you hear Little Wayne talk about it, he'll let you know he never experienced. You get where I'm coming from. Some people really feel like they fall in a different category when it comes to this shit. But here's here's my thing. He's from Flint, Michigan. How do you not understand this shit? Like, like Flint. I know people from Flint, Michigan. You know, I know a lot of black people from Flint, Michigan. You know how? And they don't. don't, No, you don't have to understand though, because he's in Hollywood now. 
Terry Crews is 50-something years old. But he's Fam, you, you've only been famous for like 15, 20 years. That means just 30 years of being broke as fuck. Don't try to tell me that you don't know what it's like to be black and broke and be treated like shit. Come on, man. Yeah, Come on, Terry. Come on. I mean, it, it could be ha- it could have happened to him, but he just didn't want to acknowledge it and accept it so he could eat it right off. Or, oh, that shit didn't happen for real. I'm bugging. So... That could have been his situation. So he never accepted the fact that these things are happening. True. That's true. That's true. I mean, but I like like I said earlier, like you just gotta sit there and think about what you're saying. Man, find somebody, find a confidant, run that past them. It's like this is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> before you <laughs> before you go out there and say some wild shit. Like Oh, if you don't have white people help you stop white supremacy, it's gonna turn into black supremacy. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we're we're thirteen percent of the goddamn population. Thirteen percent to the sixty-some percent white people, and then whatever the whatever that's the demographic is for the rest of them. Come the on, point, fam. No, but that's the point. How do you want? How can a celebrity speak for me? How can? And if it's like you said, if it's any celebrity, it's a celebrity that gets it. Dave Chappelle definitely gets it. But it's a lot of celebrities that are our color that's just up there in their celebrity bubble, and they it, a lot of shit don't affect them like the fucking fuck it affects us. And that's just that, he's a clear example of that. It doesn't it, it don't affect him so so to sort of speak when in actuality it do, but it don't affect him. You know what I mean? I kind of get it. I kind of kind of get it right because i'm from north philadelphia i'm from the hood like you guys are from the south so i know you guys understand this oh yes we got we got a little bit of money we ain't got terry cruz money we ain't got Idris elba money we no. damn sure ain't got dave Chappelle money but we doing damn good but we're doing damn good i get treated differently because they see how i dress they see the vehicle i drive they see my house they see these things i get treated differently However, I don't. I didn't forget how I got treated when I was broke. I don't forget how I get looked at when I walk into a store or a restaurant, and they see my wife and kids before me, and they look at me sideways because I'm with some white chick. I don't forget how I get treated when I got a hoodie on because it's cold outside, opposed to how I get treated when I'm dressed a certain way. So I don't understand how you get to that point. I don't give a shit how much money I make or how insulated I get from being a black man in America, I'm not going to forget what I grew up through. Period. I'm not going to forget about being stopped by the cops. I'm not going to forget about being racially profiled. I'm not going to forget about getting tickets. I'm not going to forget about getting handcuffed. So I don't, I mean, for me, for me, I just don't get it. Like, how can you be a black man in this country coming from one of the uh, poorest cities in America and then say shit like that? It just... I don't know, it bugs me. It bugs the shit out of me. As I say, some people just can't speak for me. Like they, Don Lemon was like, these celebrities need to speak up. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. You can't speak on my experiences. Everyone has a different experience. You cannot speak for me. And what's crazy, most of these celebrities' wealth come from us anyway. We gave it to them. Let's be clear. So it's just kind of it's kind of disturbing that you think that you're here now. 
and not with us now. Cool. Oh, but you they they crazy because they know if they fuck up one more time, they gonna remind them who they are. <laughs> you right lying. <laughs> you damn right about that one. Which is that's another thing. Like I get it, like all right, especially with black celebrities and musicians and actors and stuff, we as the black community really helped them to get to help them get where they are because we go out and we go watch their movies, we go buy their 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 music, their art, their clothes and stuff like that. But I feel like this. I I don't I don't spend my money on you because I expect you to speak for me. I spend my money on you because I like the art or the whatever you're putting out. You know what I mean? Um so just because I like you as an actor, I'm not expecting you to be like, oh, I need to go out there and fight for the people who spent money on me. No. I need you to be responsible and do the right thing for us as a people. Period. The amount of money that we spend on you doesn't matter to me. To me. So just be responsible. Like, think about what the fuck you're saying right now. And that goes for Idris Elba, Terry Crews, and obviously, you know, Dave Chappelle sat down and thought about what he wanted to say, or at least in that moment thought about what he was saying and did not say some things that were hindering or counterproductive to what we're trying to do right now in this country. Um, but like, just because you're a celebrity does not mean you can speak. You're, you're, you're artists. A lot of them are artists. You're an actor, you're a singer, you're a rapper, you're a fucking designer. Take your time and figure out what you need to say, how you can help and benefit the culture, your people, the country, and then do it. Don't just speak up because you feel like, well, you know, I'm out here and I have a platform. I can do it. No, you don't have to do that. You don't. You don't have to do it. But Mike's big. I think a lot of them feel like when they get put on the spot with them, they have to have an answer. You know, instead of just saying, you know what? I don't know. I have to get someone who's better prepared at this stuff than I am. I mean, we, us three, we've seen that work all the time. You see people give them briefs the craziest shit. You're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Go. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I think it's like the same way. They feel like, well, I should be speaking for my community. And instead of just saying, you know what? Maybe I don't know. This person, he has more insight than I do. Maybe you guys should talk to him. And I will back him or her, you know? It's, it's hard right. to say, I don't. It's hard to say, hey, I don't know. People don't like doing that. But sometimes you have to say that. But if you were yeah. not, if you're, if, right. No, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree with that. But if you were never an activist before now, or never gave a fuck until now, please go get your ass back in the corner. So what? Uh, go have. <laughs> fucking see, so what the fuck y'all coming from? That's what's disturbing to me. Everybody want to speak and be they ain't never been on this before until now. And it's cool that you enlightened, but it's now. Don't say nothing if you just now getting new information. That's all. Just well, be quiet. Keep, and educate keep, yourself. Like everybody plays plays a pivotal role in what they're doing. So just keep doing what you're doing, but you don't have to feel like you're the voice of the people. If that's not your role, like, hey, this is my piece of the puzzle right here. This is how I'm contributing. This is what I'm responsible for. So this is what I can speak on. This is what I can do. And this is what I know about. If it's something outside of your scope, you just have to say, hey, that's not my lane. I understand what's happening, but this is the individual or the agency you need to talk to because that's their piece of it. That's like us sending a little boosty out to sweep for us. 
Y'all already know it's gonna happen, right? Little boozy shouldn't speak for little boozy. But get where I'm coming from, you get where I'm coming from. Sit down. Like you don't have the information yet. You're not you're not there yet. Like go have a seat. No. But uh, but I I I totally understand where where Jeff's coming from, but like you but then you have people like Boozy who God, I don't want him speaking for me or anyone. Uh, but they just feel like they have an opinion. They have the platform to say it. They feel, they have the same emotions and, 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 and feelings that we have. So they go and say stuff because they can't. And, and, you know, sometimes, um, when people, and I don't, I don't think that, uh, either Idris or, um, Terry Crews were asked for their opinion. I just think they just got on their platform and did something. Um, but you know, if you're asked, He's right. Look, man, I don't know the answers to this. I know that, you know, something needs to change. And you can leave it at that. Or, hey, like for me, like, I'm not an activist. I have a voice. I use it. I try to be educated in what I say. Sometimes I say the wrong things. Sometimes I say the right things. But there are people I know who, who live this stuff. I know activists. And I will, I'll go to them and say, you know, how do you feel about this? Or what do you think? How does this work? Before I go and, and open my mouth and stuff. stuff. Um, but I'm also not just going to open my mouth just because. Well, I have a I have a Facebook account, I have an Instagram, I have a podcast. Let me just go say something because I feel upset right now about what's going on. You don't have to, and it's not even just race stuff. It's that's just in general. Yeah, like, we don't have to speak about it. No. Yeah, sometimes you don't have to speak about it. If, if I'm selling on something, it's because listen, I don't know what the right thing to say is, so I'm just going to shut up. And I'm going to listen. I'm going to figure out what's the right thing to do, right thing to say, and then I'm going to move forward. And I just think we all should have that. I don't want to tell everybody what they what they should be doing, but you should have that mentality of doing the the right thing or the most right thing, opposed to just doing something because you feel like you have to do something. You know what I mean? Or do yeah. your research. Or do your research first. Like just do your research first. I've been guilty of not doing my research first before I get on the subject. Now I'm like, oh shoot, let me go back and look at this again. Okay, you're right. All right, bet. <laughs> but do your research first. If I don't know nothing about a subject, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up first before I sit here and dive into it. Or be the voice, cause that it's exhausting pretending to be something that you're not. So you start you start <laughs> off serious. So you start off. On this movement, right? Then it dwindles down because you ain't about that life. Don't jump on the bandwagon if you ain't about that life. Because <laughs> hey, you can't keep up. Hey, I co-sign that one. But <laughs> shit, let's see here. Let's see here because I got I got stuff I want to talk talk about, and I don't want to I want to hold Jeff up too long. Because yeah, I hit you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm good now. Like I've been. I've been taking care of a lot of stuff, so I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you sound like you're a chain gang right now. <laughs> Man, I'm out here trying to clear out this flower bed and shit now. I've been collecting right. this shit for three years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I got some. Uh, I got a random question. I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, y'all from the south? We got, we got, we got Georgia, Augusta, Georgia. We got Alabama in the house. Um. Off the top of your head, no judgment. Top five Southern rappers, go. Oh, shoot. Top five. First and foremost, we're going to put Outkast on there. Then we're going to, because it's a group, so, but the Outkast go. I'm going to give you some T.I. 
I'm gonna give you some. You said Southern, Southern. Hold up. Let me southern let me just, let me get out of Atlanta. Let me get out of GA real quick. We gonna go with uh UGK. We gonna go with who am I missing? Hold up, Southern. Eight ball MJG, and then who's my last? I'm going to have to throw Jeezy in there. I'm sorry. Jeezy scripture. That's for me, though. Okay. Okay. What you, what you got, Jeff? All right. For me, I'm going to have to go to a time period when I have money and I can afford to buy these albums. <laughs> 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 uh, A-Ball and NJG, T.I., Jeezy, Gucci, and 3-6. Okay. Okay. All right, now, mind you, this is this is the guy from Philadelphia talking about Southern rappers. Um, so I'm going to go... Y'all say groups. I was not an individual, but y'all say groups. So I'm going to say Outkast. Uh, Ghetto Boys. That includes Scarface's um, solo stuff. Luda. T.I. Hmm. It's tough for me. It's tough. Because I, I, I put groups. Because normally I wouldn't even, I would I wouldn't have Big Boy in the top five. Just Andre. Um Ball and G. Okay. Ball and G. Man, I, I don't think I don't think A Ball MJG get the love they're supposed to get, man. They sure don't. I I, I don't think they get the love they're supposed to get. MJG, you talking about a rapping a rapping ass motherfucker? <laughs> man, MJG be spitting, and that's not a shot at A Ball because A Ball be spitting too, but he's got that more chilled out Southern flow. Where I put MJG up there with like a lot of rappers. A lot of rappers. Y'all need to watch that hip hop evolution, though. I'm telling you, MJG still look good. I was looking at all them juvenile still look good. God dog it. You know what? Can we do a top ten? Because juvenile is in, in, in six. Let's add him up. Oh no, no, juvenile's up there. I, hey, you know what's crazy though? You know what's crazy? I just thought about this. We all just named our top five rappers. Not near one of us said Wayne. No. But what's crazy? None of us said I Wayne. Do, I do love Little Wayne. Cause look, I had a I had a dedication mixtape every fucking week when uh you know what we was not supposed to use was out. I'm not gonna say the name. Oh, <laughs> I had a new I had a new I had a new Wayne mixtape every freaking week. That's all I used to play was Little Wayne. I think it's probably because a lot of his recent music, like it's it's been okay, but that that period when he. When Cash Money was kind of going under, he disappeared for like a year or two, and he fucking popped back up with the mixtape. You're like, who? What the hell is this? And it yeah. just took off from there. Like he had yeah. a decade on a lot by himself. Yeah, I, yeah, facts. I think it's I think it's the recent stuff that he's been putting out to you. Like, it's it's okay, but it's not like where it was when he came back. I will say I did like uh, what's it called funeral. I liked funeral better than Carter Five or whatever the last Carter was. But you know how long we had to wait for that goddamn going Carter out. Yo, Birdman, <laughs> wherever the fuck 
that going over there. <laughs> that shit made me so mad to hell, man. It's Lil Wayne, shit. Release his album, goddamn, release the man. Shit. You I th- bet. You th- but you, you think baby crazy? gave a flying fuck about no, that? Cool, but I bet no. What he did, what what he did to Little Wayne, I bet he wouldn't have done the juvenile. Juvenile ain't got it all. Wait, <laughs> juvenile who would have came up in that motherfucker like Ice Cube did in the NWA day? I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> he would have fucked some shit up. No, I will. Uh-uh. I will say this though. I will say this though. If we were doing a top ten, Juvenile and Wayne are definitely up there. Um. For me, Bun B's up there. I don't know about. I I know people love uh, Pimp C. God, yes, God, sweet Joe. But, Come on now. <laughs> but I, I I always like I always like Bun better than Pimp C. That's just me. Well, same way I liked J uh, MJG better than A Ball. Yeah, yeah. It's the same way I like Andre better than Big Boy. Big it's Boy. not that they're not good, but I just like I prefer them over one of the, over the other. Um, I I th- I just think it's funny that we didn't even put Wayne up there, and mm-hmm. no Wayne had God Wayne was he was the best rapper but you gotta, for, but, but, for but, some time. He had that no, run, man. But, but remember, but remember it for for a long period of time, Wayne wasn't there lyrically. Remember that Wayne kept going back at it lyrically. When they dropped Go DJ, that was it. Wayne yep. took off right after that. Oh yeah, the, uh, the first Carter. Yeah, when he, when he disappeared for that that time period, the cash money kind of was going under. Everybody was leaving. He fucking carried cash money on his back for like a decade. He sure did. Facts, facts. No, the Carter, Carter two. No, Carter, Carter, Carter three. three. You know, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the Carter three as high as everybody else does. I got, I got, I got Carter two above Carter three, but that's just me. Best I mean, he was on yeah. All, all, his, all his records were getting played, and then he was featured on every song that was out. You heard his voice. Yes. Yeah, Wayne was on every. But I will never forget when Khaled came out with his shit. I am the beast. Feed me rappers, or feed me the beat. Feed me beats. I'm saying, honey, look, Wayne snapped. <laughs> Wayne snapped on that shit. No, like I think for me the. Uh... The song off the Carter that that made me sit up and really listen to Wayne when he said, "I got a bitch in the back, got a hole oh, in, the in the front, front. one hey! cooking the crack, one hey! rolling the blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I got a beautiful pro. Can we put? Yo, I was like, that's Lil Wayne. That, that's Wheezy. Lil Wayne, Lil Bling Bling. <laughs> it's like I was like, yo, where did this dude come from? Yeah, and that's when I know best rapper alive. Song. That oh, first dedication mixtape. Oh yeah. That very oh, first yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That put him back on the map right there. Him and DJ Drama. Yep. But remember that's Drama a, that's Drama. A classic. Remember Drama had went to prison for a while. They raided um his uh place. Yep. Yeah. And Wayne, Wayne wasn't putting out them damn dedications no more. Oh yo, I'm I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I I miss I miss that mixtape era. That mixtape era with the dedications, the DJ drama. I'm trying to tell you uh, the Gangsta Grill series. Gangsta Grills, yes, guy. Oh Lord. Man. (laughs) Yeah, Trapadon. Yeah. Yeah. From like what was it? I wanna say like oh one to about that shit went through to 08. 08. Yeah, that shit went it through. It was the mixtapes. 
uh 50 cent with the g unit radios um damn who else had the uh the clue series <laughs> no, no no i'm telling damn. you please watch hip-hop evolution because they talk about how 50 was talking about uh drug kingpins and when they said he was naming everybody on the track i said i see why 50 oh. got shot I said, <laughs> <laughs> it was called uh get on Quran. Yeah, yeah get like, on Quran. yeah i was like i see why 50 got shot you don't be doing no shit like that <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so uh since we, we we on 50 right now. Um I was watching the IG live. 50 was getting interviewed by Double XL. This is probably about three, maybe four weeks ago. And the guy asked the question, and I was really mad because he kind of cut 50 off kind of halfway through his explanation. But he was like, Yo, what was your thought process um behind the way you were putting out your mixtapes in the early two thousands? you know opposite of what everyone else was doing he's like everybody was kind of just freestyling over other beats and you were like making whole songs so 50 was like well yeah he's like when i got dropped from columbia i went back to what jam master j taught me and he's like jam master j had me in the studio and i would just go in the booth and i would just rap and rap and rap and rap over over beats and he'd be like no nah, man you got to make a song you need to have a chorus you need to have a bridge like you have to be on you know the rhythm and whatever he was like he's like jam master j had me in front of a metronome you know, John, that goes back and forth with that tick, 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 tick to keep the beat. And he said he would make him sit there and write rhymes to the metronome till he got used to following the rhythm and listening to the beat and how he should go over the beat and how he should flow. So he said when he got dropped from Columbia and he was like, all right, I got to make, he's like, I got shot. I got dropped from my label. I got to make music. He said, so I took other people's beats and instead of just dropping a freestyle, I was like, well, I can put a hook to this. I can I make it my song. And that's what he did. So he started making whole mixtapes, but it sounded like an album because there was hooks, there was bridges, there was like, you know, harmonization on there. Then he taught the same thing to, you know, Banks and Yayo and all that shit. He's like, and that's what kind of changed the game for mixtapes. Because before that, Cash would just get on like any anybody's beat and just spit. But 50 changed it because we would learn from Jam Master J. And I thought that was like, I was like, damn, I didn't even think about it like that. Like 50 really changed how mixtapes were done because no one else was doing that. You named one person before 50 that was putting, that was taking somebody else's beat and making a whole different song over that beat and then putting it on a, a, a mixtape and then calling it a song. Who? Nobody was doing that. But either way, appreciate 50 for what he started. But that dang old little Wayne will get on your beat and fuck your shit up. That's all I gotta say. Little <laughs> Wayne will get on people beat and fuck that shit up. I couldn't even the, listen. I couldn't even listen to Wayne Top Back fo- no more after I heard but, Wayne version. <laughs> but Wayne followed 50's formula. True. He would he would have a chorus. He have a whole hook on that John, and he would spit over it. Uh, because Wayne, God bless Wayne. But, but, stole look, look, so many yeah, beats. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> 50, 50 Cent was the teacher, little Wayne was the student. And I mean, he excelled as a student. That's all I got to say. But I ain't gonna lie, Lil Wayne had you trying to decide if you were on your album or not. Because you knew once he got on the track, he was gonna outshine you. Like, this he is sure would. I take. He sure would. Sure would. Man, I th- and, and matter of fact, with another, another thing about Wayne that I don't think is brought up a lot. Wayne got on a track with everybody. He did anybody. If anybody was wanted to feature, he'll just scared. get on. He yeah. was not. He had songs with Jay. He had songs with uh, Fab. Was was killing him back then. Jewels was killing him back then. He was on with them. Uh, 
he got on a song with everybody. Shit, you you brought up that uh the damn song on DJ Khaled's album. Who else was on there? Well, take Birdman it back there. T.I. was on the... T.I. was the introduction. T.I. And T.I. T.I. was the opening act. Fucking yeah. Wayne was the finale. That shit was fucking crazy. T.I. stepped on that shit, too. Akon, Joe... Uh, what's... Uh, God dang it. Uh, Fat Joe, freaking um, Rick Ross. Yeah. Yep. And he smoked all of them. Killed them. Yeah, T.I., Akon, Rick Ross... Excuse me, Fat Joe, Birdman, Lil Wayne. Anyway, anybody can beat Birdman. Birdman, I, I'll I'll rap Birdman. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when but, that song came out, like Ti was up there. Like it wasn't too many people fucking with Ti when that song. Ti snapped out. on that shit too. Started in Atlanta and I spread out with it. South Carolina, Alabama, <laughs> Mississippi, on the North Carolina, Philadelphia, Virginia, down in Miami, where it's warm in the winter. Yo, Ti lit that bitch up too. <laughs> Yeah, no, but but Wayne smoked that shit. <laughs> and so, like, he, and like you said, that that uh, song "Best Rapper Alive." Like when Jay Z retired, and he's like, "Best Rapper Alive since the Best Rapper retired." Like no one questioned it. Nobody was like, "No, nah, you wrong." People were like, "Yeah, I, yeah, you right, you right." <laughs> <laughs> and nobody was. It was like, "No, nah, yeah, yeah." Well, you, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm gonna let you. But you know, but you know what? What no? But you know what? No one speak about Little Wayne too is how humble he is and how he put the he put Drake on, put Nicki on, and it was not no jealousy thing. He wanted them to be good. You know how people want to rival with each other. He wanted everybody to be good. Wayne has never. That's how loyal he was to Cash Money too. He didn't leave when everybody left. That's why I was pissed off with Birdman when he was doing what the fuck he was doing to him. You know that's another thing that needs to be discussed more. Like, people passed over on Drake. People were just like, eh, he aight. When, when October's Every Young came out, or was it comeback season? People said, eh, okay. Wayne was the one that was like, all right, I see something in this kid. I'm going to put him on. Because you listen to So Far Gone, Wayne's all over that shit. He sure was. Wayne saw something in Drake that nobody else saw. And, like, they had that kind of foresight because... I listened to uh, Comeback Season. I listened to So Far Gone. And I was like, oh, he cool. I didn't expect uh, Thank Me Later or Take Care. Or if you're listening to this, it's too... I, I didn't expect all that out of him. I didn't. I'm going to be quite honest. So for Wayne to have that vision, like I listened to Nikki's mixtapes. I didn't think she was going to be a big-ass pop star. So Wayne saw something. Like Wayne's brain when it comes to well, maybe when he's sober, but <laughs> Wayne's brain when it comes to, <laughs> to 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 seeing like you know talent. I think if he if he stayed focused and, and I'm be honest with you, I really think the drugs and all that shit kind of fuck with him. But if yep. he stayed focused and sober, man, he would have had way more people. We we there's probably people out there right now that Wayne had in his hard drive somewhere or a CD somewhere that's probably a fucking star, but. He, but I really, I really don't think it was any uh, what you saying. What probably him not being sober and all that. I really don't think that's what it was. I think it was him being hemmed up because you mind you now he was an artist too. That kind of messed him up. I think that's what it was. Okay. Well, I mean, that being said, I don't want to take away the fact that what I'm really trying to say is that Wayne has he has an eye and a mind for talent because, mm-hmm. I mean, look what he brought to the game. 
Those two right there alone are two of the biggest selling artists over the last 10 years. Because you talking about Wayne dominated, Nicki dominated for how long? About a decade. Shit. I mean, she's still the highest selling female yeah. rapper right now. If we want to, you know, speak about that. Nah, Wayne, I, yeah, Wayne needs his flowers. Wayne needs his flowers. I know, I know he's... he's a, because he's, he genuinely is a good... He's, from what I see and what I feel, Little Wayne is a good person. He just want to see people eat and want people be straight. That's why he stayed with Cash Money so long. Everybody else was leaving Birdman, but he stayed. That don't make no he sense. Might, he, might, he might be loyal to a fault, and that might be his problem. But yep. no, nah, uh, Wayne definitely needs his flowers. He's definitely did a lot for... Uh, Rap music. So nah, Wayne. Nah, he's he's one of the best. Definitely one of the best. I'm trying to think of any other Southern rappers we missed. As far as like greatness or impact? Uh impact. Oh shit. If we want to talk impact and southern rappers, um two live crew and Uncle Luke, huge impact, not just on Southern rap, but just rap in general. They have an impact on politics. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to talk about an impact, man. <laughs> Yo, Slip and Slide, how did we forget? I'm trying to think who else. Well, Slip and Slide, that was what? Trick Daddy, Trina, um, Rick Ross in the early days. You know, Ross, I don't put him as, like, one of the greatest rappers. Oh, wait, Maybach Music. Maybach Music is up, though, because uh, Rick had a, when Rick had, what is Rick? No, Meek is not signed to them no more, right? He still is. He is, okay. Well, yeah, he got a, he got a, he got a roster. Well, all right, so, all right, here's the thing. You say Maybach Music, but that, it's a southern label, but Wale's from, well, I mean, Wale's from the DMV. That's yeah. You could make an argument for it being Southern. It's not. Um, Meek's from Philly. Um, Gunplay's from Miami, right? Yep. I fucked with, with Gunplay. Uh, who else is on there? Um, who, else is on, who else is on fucking Maybach music? Mm, that's all I know. And I think, yeah, Wally's not a part of him no more. He was, though. And he's still cool with him. Yeah. Ross is still on his shit. And he's still on Ross's stuff. I would put Rick Ross in my top uh my top ten Southern rappers. Yeah, I put Rick Ross in my top ten Southern rappers. I like the way when he uh boiled up a couple of wing stops, he always throwing a verse about wings and shit in his rhymes. <laughs> that's that's marketing. <laughs> that's smart marketing. I'm trying to think of if we missed anybody. We went to Memphis. We went to Houston. We went to Freaking. We okay, Atlanta. Who did we forget? Jeff right, who? Well, you... Jeff, wait, Jeff who in Alabama? Who we forget? Man, all of our rappers keep getting gunned down in Alabama. <laughs> well, shit. Well, I mean, you got Rich Boy. I actually fuck with Rich Boy. I know people like to sleep on him, but I like Rich Boy. He's from Alabama. We had a camouflage. Y'all had camouflage, right? Let's be cut friends. You and I was a camouflage from Alabama. I'm trying to remember. 
He didn't yeah, last he long because he was killed. Yeah, he disappeared. He got, he got, he got, yeah, he was got, he was murdered. Um, uh, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it was a lot of southern rappers murdered because um, Soldier Slum got killed. Oh God, Lord, don't say. Uh, it. I love Soldier Slum. It was somebody. It was somebody from Atlanta that was that was. Yeah, doing I think killed. I um, think Soldier Slim was signed to oh, No Bankroll Fresh. Yep, Bankroll. Yep. Yep. Shit, Texas law. Actually, we didn't even we didn't really get deep into Houston. We only talked about uh, Ghetto Boys and and UGK. We yep. didn't talk about um, Slim Thug, Paul Wall, that whole movement. The the school. Oh yeah, shop the school the shop. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole other podcast by itself. Chameleon there, fucking um, damn, they had a lot of people come out of Texas. Shit, Mike, the DOC. Wait, Mike Jones was there. Mike yeah, Jones. Yeah, Mike Jones. Yo. Yeah, Texas had Texas had some. Texas had a little had a had a hell of a run from like oh oh three to about oh eight. Yeah, you're not, you're not gonna break up the franchise, boys. <laughs> Yup, in my white teeth. <laughs> Look, they was part of the crunk movement. They was part of the crunk movement. They will always be part of the crunk movement. Yin Yang oh. Twins, wait till you see yo. my oh. <laughs> yo, I like Yang. I like Yang. Yang Twins. It, like I'm not gonna listen Yin Yang Twins. Like in the car, but if I'm in the club, if I'm in the gym, Yin Yang Twins. Where's that? Yeah, Yin Yang Twins. I'm trying to think of who else. Dang. Uh, oh, because we got Crawl Mob. I'm trying to think. Mm. It's a it's a rapper in Alabama now. I don't know if you guys heard of him or listened to him. I know he got he got a couple albums on title. I think he got some on Apple Music named Poke Dog. He got some good stuff too. I've oh, not heard of him. Okay. Check him We're going to look him up now. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Southern rappers. Southern rappers. We talked about Outkast. We talked about UGK, Scarface, Wayne. Oh damn! How the hell we skip over him? Big Crit. Oh yeah. Big Crit. Shoot, I, think, of... I think I I think I put you on a Big Crit. <laughs> yeah, Big Big Crit. Big Crit is like conscious too. I'll put him with Cole and Kendrick. I like him a lot. Hey, I uh, like Big Crit a lot. Let's see who else. Mm... I can't thank nobody else right now. Watch really? everybody. Right. Watch everybody come to me after that, though. Um. Well, I mean, we talked about him earlier in the in the podcast. I don't know. If, I mean, yeah, he is a southern rapper. He just doesn't sound like one. But J Cole is a southern rapper. He is. Yep. Um. David Banner. Oh, uh, y'all remember this? Uh, the last Mr. Big. Yeah, take, I do remember the last to, Mr. Big. Take this shit to trial, bitch. <laughs> I started selling dope back in 1986. I bought a Cadillac and put some things on that bitch. On that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, we talk about your homeboy Boozy, Boozy Southern. <laughs> oh yeah, Boozy badass, and I zoom right by it. Oh lord, my little maniac! Don't get me started. Uh, who else we got? Plies, Plies, we we forgot about Plies. Plies yells on every single track he's ever been on in his life. Plies don't even rap; he just yell. <laughs> like Plies got a how you gonna try? How do we gonna bust the baby? You got Neo singing the beat off move. She's my boss at bat. Like what, well, nigga? Lower your voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trick daddy. Yeah, 
Trick Daddy. I don't know what this world's gonna be, but, but I, I know, know one thing, thing that this, this is the life, life for me. Maybe because I'm, I'm a thug, thug. <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So Hold up! You know, you know what we forgot? Two chains. I love Teddy Boy. Let's let's not forget <laughs> that was Teddy Boy before two chains. Duffel bag boy. If I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. Counting all day like the clock on the wall. On the wall. Oh God, yes. So two chains. Two chains is in my top ten too. Um. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Because he's from the south. Y'all claiming Flo Rider or not? Oh uh, nope, uh he don't belong here. Uh that- <laughs> <laughs> No hell no. No. <laughs> it's heaven and if heaven was hell and hell was heaven, vice versa. Pastor Troy. Oh yeah, Pastor oh, Troy. Yeah, Troy. Yeah. Pastor Troy belong here. Oh shit, because I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting here looking at the list. I forgot my man. My man. I fucked with this guy. I've been fucking with him for a long time. He's one of my favorite Southern rappers. Out of the N.O. Currency. Oh, yeah, yeah. Currency, that, yeah. Spitter. Yeah. I love him. Um. Oh, your boy. Rocky. Who? Who your boy. Who? Your, your man's from Tennessee. What you talking about? Ooh. He Ooh. told us men. He told us men lie, women lie. You know numbers don't. <laughs> Yo, got it. Pure cocaine. I had to play pure cocaine last night at the juice party. <laughs> they wasn't ready. They were like, "What is this?" I'm like, "Y'all know what pure cocaine is? Get out. Get out of here." Matter of fact, you when you brought up Pastor Troy. Uh, this guy that worked for me, we went to lunch. I said, hey, you heard that, uh, you know who Pastor Troy is? He was like, no, I don't know. I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you something simple. So we, were, we went to lunch together. He was driving. I said, we're going to listen to the DRGB album. We're going to listen to, to uh, them devils trying to kill me. I said, I'm going to let you know now before we start driving. You're going to start speeding because you're going to hear the flow masters in the song, and you're going to get confused. <laughs> and you're going to try to match tempo. <laughs> and he was flying out of the interstate. He like, nah, I never heard nothing like that. We fucking driving down the street. He was doing ninety. I said, I told you. He kept looking down. He like, man, I'm confused as shit, man. We got to change the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it funky with y'all because, uh, like I said, I'm a northeast kid from Philly. So we got we got all the Philly rappers, obviously. Growing up, like the '90s and, and shit like that, um, obviously everything out of New York because that's the mecca of hip hop. West Coast because you know Defert was popping. The first Southern rappers that I remember hearing as a kid was Ghetto Boys. Mine's playing tricks on me. Dad put me on to them, and I was like hooked on Ghetto Boys and Scarface, and I've been listening to them ever since. In my head, because I was little, I was like maybe six seven years old when i heard ghetto boys the next southern i mean i, I heard doc and doc is from dallas texas but i didn't realize he was from texas because he was running with west coast dudes he was with nwa and dre and all them 
Then I heard Goody Mob and Outkast about the same time. And I was like, yo, these dudes is cool. These these guys are dope. And I, they were talking about being from Atlanta and being from Georgia and being country and all that shit. But what I really remember for me that made that put um that made me take notice of the South. And I'm not just talking about like the song. Do y'all remember when the, the fucking Source Awards when uh Outcast won out of war? Oh yeah, I remember Andre, that. And I just three thousand got up there and said the South got something to say. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That made me take notice of the South. Like, I had been listening to Southern rappers and didn't realize it. Like, because I remember when Juvenile came out with Ha, like, we liked it. 400 degrees alone. Let me tell you something. But I'm, I'm telling you from, <laughs> I'm telling you from the, from the, yeah, the Philly, not, yeah, Philly yeah. side of the house. We was like, all right, that's a cool song. We made fun of him because we was like, this like, because it was a weird, to us, it was kind of a weird song, the way he was rapping. Because, like, each, it, yeah, each place have their own sound, which is dope about the South. Texas and got that's their what, thing, Memphis dude, New Orleans freaking Georgia, yep. That's the thing, that's the thing about the South. Like, if you go look at Northeast rap, Boston sounds like New York. New York sounds like Philly. Jersey sounds like Philly. You know what I mean? Like, it, like in Northeast, we all sound kind of the same. You listen to uh, Griselda, they all from Buffalo, but you you know they're from New York the moment you hear them. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the South was different. Georgia didn't sound like New Orleans. Outcast didn't sound like No Limit. Mm-mm. And even in New Orleans, No Limit didn't sound like Cash Money. Nope. And even before, like, before that, Miami bass had a whole different sound. Like, Luke and... Excuse me. Uh, Uncle Luke and fucking um, Two Live Crew. Ain't nobody sound like them. Like the South. I think the South really like. With the West Coast. But I really think the South kind of. Bridged out hip hop. I think the South gave it a different feeling. To how you can make rap music. It was so much different than anything you was hearing. And we still evolving. We still evolving. Because we got Future with the Mumble Rap. He done started that. And everybody on board with it. Migos. Everybody. I actually, you know what? I think I think Migos probably got more kids than Future does. True. To be honest with you. True. Like, I mean, I remember when Versace came out, I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit is on my radio right now? And it turns out <laughs> I like Migos. <laughs> I hate Versace, but I, like, I, I actually like the Migos. But it, like, I mean, but since they came out, man, you look at these kids, we, we talk about uh, Lil Baby and Gunna and... Um, uh, what's my man Thugger? Oh, now, they sound, they sound like Migos. But you, I, I think, I think people forgot about Travis Porter too. Travis Porter was like the first trio before Migos came. Wasn't Tra- but Travis Porter's from the from the West Coast though. No, Travis you sure? Porter, well, let me Google this. I'm pretty sure they're not. <laughs> Oh no, they're from they're from Atlanta. That's what I thought. I wanted to make sure I was right. So I might have been thinking about somebody else. I don't I I didn't care for Travis Porter. I wasn't a fan. I love Travis Porter. But it took me a while. It took me a while to uh grow with the Migos too though. It did, because I was like, what in the world is this shit right here? Now I like I have I haven't grown with them. I haven't grown with them. I ain't gonna lie. With the Migos? I can't yeah, I can't do it. I like. I'm not gonna listen to a whole Migos album. Oh no! Um, I listen to the tracks. I can't listen to a whole. I listen to certain songs. <laughs> I listen to certain songs. Um, 
I mean, if, if if we're talking about like Southern I love y'all. Whole album, don't, look, this is like, not a dish, you guys. I can't. It's not. It's just not. No, it's just not my. Some tracks. It's not my yeah. flavor. It's not my flavor. Like you gotta understand what I grew up on. I grew up on, you know, Public Enemy, Run DMC, Rakim, Wu Tang. Like so, like I I have to have. I love I love like lyrics and hard lyrics. And don't get me wrong, like they they spit some shit, but. A lot of it, they ain't saying much. Like Future, every Future song sounds like the last Future song. And it's not that I don't like Future. It's just that Future has a lane and he stays to that lane. And he doesn't really bridge out of that lane. I told and you that's kind of how. But you have to listen to Future when you're mad. You can listen to all his shit when you're mad. When you're mad at the world, just play Future. You understand? <laughs> when you when you mad at your girl. <laughs> oh, you when you out cutting some grass, you can listen to Future. Cause that's what I do. <laughs> I gotta be mad at the world listening to Future. But some no, I'll take that back. Some of Future stuff don't sound the same because Pluto and Honest were two two different albums, and that's when I started to like Future when I heard Pluto. What wasn't that his first album? Yeah, but he had other stuff before that. Cause he oh yeah, he had with, mixed yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But that's when I started to, to like him. I was like, okay, cool. And future shit may sound the same, but at the same time, future future is a writer too. People don't give him credit for that. He write he done penned a lot of hits for people. Well, the thing I I, I think I like, I think I had the same issue with future that I have with uh with Drake. And in, that issue is that I tend to like their more melodic singing than their actual rapping. Oh no! I can listen to uh future rap. Uh, him singing, he can't do that. How he got no, no. on that? No, how he got on what? What's that damn song with uh Kendrick and J Rock? And he hit that la di da di da. Stop! Up the whole song. I think the fuck time. I don't want to hear him sing at all. At all. I'm good. No. No, no, no. I be with like I be when he's like singing the whole song, like when he did. Uh, I'm looking for. Oh yeah, or, I like that. I like. I like. Or I got me. I yeah. I, yeah, I like that. Or like, I got, I, I, I got me a trophy. Like that shit. Like, that's the singing future. Like I'm not talking about when you bust something. That, 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 that was classic right there. That was, no, that was an actually genius no, move. No, no, no one remembers anything else from that song but that crazy shit right there. Man, fuck that. Get the hell up out of here. Get the hell up out of here. That was a dumb song. He did that shit. What the hell was you doing? Kendrick and J-Rock had that shit. And I was so mad when I heard it on the album. I was like, I know Kendrick did not clear this shit. Kendrick did not clear this. He cleared that shit. Oh my god! Actually, I remember. I remember Jeff actually saying something on Facebook about that shit. One of my posts, I was dying. I was like, yo. I can't stand him or Future right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel like he felt like he had to come like that to beat them on the track, though. He had to do something crazy because that shit, yep. the whole goddamn song. Because that's all everybody talked about. They're like, what the hell was that shit? What you talking about? <laughs> J Rock over there rapping his ass off. Here come Future. Yeah, they're gonna be on the Black Panther soundtrack. We gotta do it up. Future come through there, they gonna remember me. 
shit. Hey, but speaking of like like rappers who do that sing songy shit and hear me out. I like I like I like people who who sing who sh- like you think shouldn't be singing because they're not they don't have an actual singing voice but it works. I like Young Thug. I like Young Thug when he gets into his little singing bag. No, when he, no lie when, though. The Chris Brown he, and Young Thug album. I didn't know Young Thug could sing until the album. <laughs> when he gets to that high pitch singing shit, like I fucks with Young Thug. <laughs> Man, you don't know, you know, and I did not know it until I heard that album with Chris because I was like, Slime and B, what is this? I know Chris can rap and sing. What Thug gonna do? Thug singing on that motherfucker, and I didn't even know that he could sing. Like, Young Thug, I didn't, when I first heard him, I was like, what the hell is this going on here? But when, like, when I started listening to him more and more, like, his little harmonizing, it's not even, he doesn't really have a singing voice. If that makes sense, but it sounds good when he tries to sing, like uh, like him, Future, um, Big Baby Dram, like they're not singers, but when they try to harmonize, the shit sound good, and I fucks with it. But that's just, I I, I think it's dope. I don't sometimes it's weird for me to like say that, but I fucks with that. Damn, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this list. Five oh four boys. I forgot about them. The five oh four boys. Ha ha what five? I remember that shit. Oh shit. I keep forgetting because she is from the south. And she's probably my favorite female rapper right now. Rhapsody. Oh yeah. Rhapsody. Spirit. But she different. She different from the normal. She she that girl be rapping rapping. She be rapping. <laughs> she be rapping, rapping. Oh damn! I think man, North Carolina got some spitters. Little brother, another group. Um, damn. Oh shit! I forgot about drama. Left, 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 right, left. Get on up, get on up, get on up. That's how everybody ends up on acting dude because of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Eddie. I'm trying to think. I don't know. No, um, what else you got? I'm just looking at this list. Like, somebody's going, I don't even listen to. Yeah, like, they got Jermaine Dupree on here. Like, all right, he ain't a rapper, rapper. He's more of a please, Ferrari and Jaguar switching fold legs, top down, screaming out, but he ain't a thing. Are you serious? JD had hits back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, my Wall had hits. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to see you do is bounce with me, bounce with me. All right, let me stop messing around. <laughs> Was it Young Boy NBA? I never listened to him. I don't, I don't really fuck with him. Oh. Man, that dude come on the radio all the time. I still don't have a clue what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Should that James? Gold all of my neck. Oh, I forgot my boy. Like I don't really listen to his whole album, but when I hear him on a track, I'm always listening. Rich Homie Quan. I like Rich Homie Quan. I be looking like the man when I walk through. What the walk through? That's my that's my John right there. Damn, we my boy Kevin Gates. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, I fucked with Kevin Gates. I fucked with Kevin Gates. Uh, J Electronica. 
Even though I didn't really like that album, but yeah, that album was weird. I, man, first off, we we talked about this a little bit on a, on a few podcasts ago. Man, like for one, it's your debut album, but you got Jay Z on all but one track. Two, and I get it, he's Muslim, and you're gonna talk about Muslim shit, and I'm cool with that. I have no problem with that. My favorite, ra- apparently, my favorite rappers are, are both Muslim, which is Jay Z and Royce Five Nine, but. <clears throat> Excuse me, but like it's just like it was so. I don't know. It just never picked up. You know what I mean? Like it hit second gear and like stayed there the entire album. Like it never went into another gear where it, like you got more amped up. Not even necessarily like the energy of the song, but just, like it was just two dudes who could really, really rap over like decent beats, talking about. The same thing, like every song, and I, and I think I think well, we know Jay can do more than that. I think for Jay Electronica, hearing all other verses and songs he did before that, like it was, fam, like you were homeless and on the streets before, like you have a, a ton of content you were rapping about. I don't need you to preach to me for ten or twelve tracks or however long it was. I mean, it had some good tracks in there, but for a debut album from a guy that a lot of people had like really high up. I was not impressed. I was not impressed. Body, you know, he was from the South, so. He's from New Orleans. Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't know he was from the South either. Petey Pablo? Frankly. <laughs> Young Blood, Trina, Devin the Dude. Devin the Dude might be one of the best storytellers in, in rap, period. Oh, shit. All right, I'm going to get off this list I'm looking at right now. But this is the last guy I'm going to bring up from the list I'm staring at. Here's a guy that when I first heard him, I didn't care for him. And then now that I listen to him years later, I like him a lot. Ace Hood. Y'all listen to Ace Hood? Nobody listen? Oh, yeah, it's just me. Okay. I, don't, I don't think I heard too much of his stuff. I've only heard like the, out, the, like the single that would be on radio. That's about it. So... Um, I tend to like just put um, playlist on on Spotify, and they base it off of like my taste in music. And they still kept coming on. I kept skipping it, and then I was in the gym listening, and like his song would come on. I didn't feel like skipping the song. I'd be lifting. And I just started listening. I was like, "Yo, this he actually has a lot of good music," and I didn't realize it until I kind of made myself listen to it because I didn't want to skip the tracks. No, I like I like Ace. Yeah, I don't. I think the only song I probably know is the song he got with Trey Songz. Yeah, I remember he had one song. It was like eight rappers on there with him at one point. I forgot what that song was called. It was probably one of DJ Khaled songs. Could have been. I don't remember like hearing too much of his stuff. But yeah, I would. I mean. If you got time or you want to throw him in a playlist or something, I, I would check out Acer. He He's a lot better than people give him credit for. But speaking of Southern rappers, I'm going to kind of transition a little bit. Have y'all heard that uh, Run the Jewels album? The who? Run the Jewels. Uh-uh. So, Run the Jewels, if y'all don't know, and I'm not speaking to y'all specifically, but to anyone listening, is uh, Killer Mike and LP. 
and they released the album about two weeks ago. And they they were supposed to drop the album uh, late June. They released it early. And I was like, why are they releasing it early? And they released it for free. So the Run the Jewels 4 album is literally like the soundtrack to what's going on in America right now. It's crazy. Like the entire album, they're talking about government and politics, police brutality, fighting back, protest. Like, I mean, it's, it was almost like they wrote the album you know, two weeks ago and then dropped it. Like it, let me get, I got to pull this shit up real quick. Oh, where the fuck is that? Yeah. RTJ4, yeah, it just dropped. But the whole, it's 11 tracks. And out of those 11 tracks, I'd say fucking nine of them are dealing with the issues we have in America right now. And when you want to talk about like poignant and just came out at the right time, this album came out at the right time. Like you gotta listen to it. The beats are hard. They spitting their asses off and they're talking about exactly what's happening in the country. Like I don't it's almost uh serendipitous that they would <clears throat> have put together that album right before we go into um protests and the Black Lives Matter movement pushing forward and really becoming a big issue in the country. And that's what that's right when this joint dropped. Um, nah, great album. The the last track, a few words for the firing squad. It's some it's some old other shit. That that's some some old other shit. So check out RTJ4. Great album. Uh, I think that's everything I wanted to cover. You got anything else to talk about, Rocky? No, I'm good. I think we wrapped up everything. What about you, uh, Jeff? You want to talk about anything? No, thank, thanks for inviting me on. Um, I'm open to doing it again, so thanks again. Hey, thanks for coming yeah, on. Yeah, I'm man. happy you popped it. up. I was like, where you at, Joe? <laughs> 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 oh, cool, shit, cool. man. I had a, I had a blast today. I think this is a good good yeah, podcast. Yeah, this was fun, yo. Yeah, we definitely have to have Jeff back on here another day. Um, yeah, man. Um, any last words, Rocky? No, thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate you. Y'all stay safe out here in these Corona streets and in these riding streets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yep. Um, I'm gonna say the same thing, man. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Um, you know, all power to the people. I'm, I'm, I'm still with the movie, man. I gotta, I gotta choose my words wisely. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm in solidarity and. I'm supporting, and we're gonna push forward in this in this country and get some changes out here. And we're gonna be back, man, because this is mad music coming out. Uh, we didn't even talk talk about the damn Tiana Taylor album. We'll get to that. Oh though. yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Because uh, the tracks I heard was it was fire. Um, but yeah, check out that Run the Jewels. Check out that new J Cole track. Uh, hey, and if y'all got some Southern rappers we missed, or you want to talk about some. Um, uh, Southern albums or rappers that you know you want to highlight. Y'all know where our Facebook page is. Uh, some of y'all know me personally, you know Rocky personally. Hit us up, tell us what you think, and we will get. We will definitely talk about it. Oh, 
And like our man Jeff here, who we invited on the show, uh, if you would like to come on the show, we'll let you come on here. That don't mean we're going to let y'all talk too long, but we'll let you come on here. <laughs> no, Jeff, cool. We know him. I don't know about, I don't know about all y'all. But yeah, man, we... But uh, shout out to Jeff. Appreciate him getting on the show, um, yeah. even though he was busy doing his thing. And, uh, you know, safe travels and good luck to you and your move. Um, with that being said, peace. Peace. See ya. <laughs>